Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone 5th edition D&D podcast. Thank you so much for listening to my episode, because you could pick any episode to start with, because our episodes are non-linear. If you like a character or a plotline, just check out our wiki, figure out what you're interested in, and listen to those episodes. And I hope they're mine. And I hope this is a memorable, because we are joined by two well, three in a minute. Very fun people. Starting with Cairn. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name's Cairn, and I'm a shadow elf druid of the land. Uh, if you're to look at me, you'll notice I'm slightly under six feet in height. I've got pale skin, some faint tattoos, and some white hair. I, I currently, I'm, I'm wearing a new coat, and I've started decorating it. I like putting things on it, like bits of moss and leaves. But I've also got a boatload of money now for things that I can't talk about that happened before. So now there's like loads of little beads and different colored material. It looks like I stuck a load of glue on and ran through a thrift shop. It might be what I did, who knows. And I also have this uh, really cool gnarled tree branch staff, which is good for like holding open doors or maybe like a window or something. Who knows? Uh, level in class, baby boy. Uh, level 18, Shadow Elf, Druid of the Land. And of course, my darling, Pugsley. Ow. Hello. Well, if he's short, just shy of six feet... I'm just slightly taller than three feet. I'm a goblin, an arcane archer, level 18. That means I shoot plenty of arrows every turn. Um, nothing special about me. I'm small, green skin, yellow eyes, messy black hair. And, um, I'm finding myself to be a little bit wealthy these days. You know, fortune's been good in the guild. Fortune has been good in the guild. You have been lucky enough to not really have been touched by this whole Echo Blim debacle too much. You came to the guild, fresh adventurers, to some varying degree. And it is agreeable that you are now powerful. Quite. How do you have this conversation? Like, how do you feel as the skeletal system? of the fire-breathing kittens guild you are the members that keep the things going well i mean there's this big dramatic issue you know stella is like dating the princess and skirmish is apparently having a tryst with the queen jade has some sort of history there's a magic sword you guys have just been showing up and doing your job every day well you you gotta start from the bottom, really. You know, you can't expect to do all the really high-profile things to start with. Oh, yes, you know, just keep the guild clean. Mop the floors, sweep, clean the toilets, unfortunately. Nelisag's not, you know, I mean, he's friendly, of course, but, um, you gotta get the jobs done. And that means the little jobs sometimes are the most important. You are so much more than that, guys. Tell me about a shiny accomplishment you had. Oh, just recently I found my best friend Nedry. He was in this crazy rift in the sky, and we fought like... It was me friend Skirmish and Gatsby. Well, Gatsby, I won't loosely use the term friend, but, you know, he's alright. 
Oh, and Berta was there too. She was just absolutely lovely. And um, there was this weird moth thing flying around, but we didn't really deal with him too much. It was quite fun. Um, but the more important thing is that I brought my best friend home. You know, he's uh, he can talk now, which was great because before I was just doing it in my head. Um, so that was pretty fun. Shining accomplishment. Um, well, like, I mean, I found this really cool book that doesn't get dirty. So I sort of thought I'd take on a project to get all the people to sign it if they were my friends. And I started filling the list and I'm starting to get like, you know, maybe two pages. Like Nulisag, he says that he's my friend. So like, that's going back to what you're saying. He is a friendly fella. And then this this lady who I buy bread from, she says I'm her best customer, but she also says that to a lot of other people. So I'm, I'm not sure how truthful she is, but uh, oh, maybe this Nedry, could you think Nedry could sign my book too? I mean, they... Oh, well, Nedry's got no opposable digits. He's just an acorn. So would we probably sign with an X then, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I could dip him in and maybe, like, rub him around. Oh, wow. Cool. Psst. More friends. Oh. Did, did you hear that? Psst. A hissing yeah, more sound big comes from ears the are picking something up. A it's hissing right. sound comes from the window. <laughs> all right. Let's go over. I, I hear something from the window. You go over first. Okay, which window? Was it this window or the one to the left? I did not roll for perception, so I'm not actually sure, but I'm going to assume it's the one over there to the left. All right, I'll check the one to the left. Mr. You window. can roll perception if you like. Um, of course. Thank you for catching me slipping. Uh... And also, my style, feel free to call for your own checks whenever you think they're appropriate. Can I roll an arcana? Could I use survival on this? Et cetera, et cetera. But uh, straight up, roll that perceptione. Uh, it's only a five, so it didn't matter anyway. I'm going to the left window. Mr. Window, are you trying to whisper to us? Yes. The talk back. I... Can't actually see out the window. I'm only three feet tall. What's in there? Uh, you see a beautifully dressed satyr hiding in a bush. Oh, it's okay. It wasn't the window. There's just somebody hiding outside in the bushes. Ask him what they want. Why are you in the bushes and uh, what are you looking for? I'm super hot and I don't want anyone to notice me. Can you and your plain friend meet me in the alley? My, my cool friend? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought I heard. Yeah. Pugsley, um, there's a weird person out in the bushes that wants us to come outside totally fine. Doesn't seem sketchy at all. Um, and she said to bring you, my cool friend. Do you want to go? Oh, she said that, eh? Yeah. Well, gotta be all right then. Let's go. Cool. Should we go through the window or should we go like out the door and around? Your choice. How about you push me through the window, and then you go around out the front. Okay. All right. I give you... It'll look less inconspicuous that way. I'll give you a bit of a leg up then. And he'll fall through the window. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Like, very solid slapstick comedy. Uh, no damage. Uh, how would you like to land? Oh, um, three-pointer. Like the blade stance. So you full on blade, 
as you fall this like three foot drop roughly which is as tall as you are so you know imagine the average person out there dropping about five and a half feet that doesn't sound fun uh you land and you see a nearby alley on the side of uh sunflower sundries in which this satyr is smoking a cigarette oh that's not good for your health hey uh, was it you calling us? And he goes deeper into the darkness. Could you make an insight check? Oh, of course I could. I'm very insightful. That's a 15 total. This being is really bad at this. Really bad at? Being sneaky. They They seem like this is not a professional agent of espionage, as it were. All right, well, I'll wait for my good buddy Karen to get over here, and then I'll follow into the dark recesses of the alley. I'm walking around the corner. Oh, it's getting dark down here. Pugsley. I'm here. I'm just behind the bush. I'm a little, you know. Ooh, sorry. So sneaky. I like it. Yes, and that's exactly why I need you. Uh, Could both of you make history checks, please, at advantage? Oh, advantage, eh? Oh, eight total. Twenty-two. This is the one, the only, prophet of the reveler, pride of Pan's folly, Tanninger, good fellow. Uh, he's a guy who used to work for the guild. Now he, like, runs a bar or something. Oh uh, my goodness, Karen, do you know who this is? No, I don't. Is he, like, famous? It, oh, yeah, his picture's all over the guild. It's Tanager Goodfellow. Is it, like, wanted picture, or...? No, like, a good deed picture. Like, he got Ooh. all his gold stars back in the day. All his gold stars? Wow. He really is like a celebrity. You know with the 22, he definitely put up the pictures that you're thinking about himself. Yes, he probably put those pictures up himself, but that's all right. Tanager, what's what's up, mate? I have a twofold offer, and I only have to ask a little bit of you. A little bit of us, all right. Um, like like a finger. What's the offer? You guys are really good at your job, correct? Oh, the best, of course. Would you describe yourselves as flashy? Not at all, but um, I'm sure we can work on it. Well. Ken's pretty flashy. I'm starting to get the hang of colors. I've tried all of them, and I like them. All right. Tanninger, like, levels his eyes at you and looks at you like a equal competitor. We'll deal with that later. You are aware of this Echoblim dilemma? Slightly aware. We know there's something going on, yes, of course. I mean... Like, you hear that everybody talking about it in, in the bar room in the guild. So, like, yeah, it's a bit hard to, to miss it. So, you know, like, they look for the most flashy things possible. Like, they love right. the young and the artists. Those who have nothing but potential and creativity within them. Yeah, like, um, like the, yeah. I would like to make you sleeper agents and where we... M- I make you over into very flashy characters. And then you 
I'll make sure you don't get fully echoblimified. I do know a few tricks. But get an echoblim close enough to show them something. I'm going to be straight. I haven't really worked out this next part of the plan. I'm a level 20 character and I'm really not good at this. So what you're saying is you want to do us over... As an Echo Blim, or as a very fancy person that the Echo Blim might want to yes! be or take, right? That's, that's I get it. That's the bit. But then the next um, part, that's where, like, you guys are really good at your job. So maybe, I'm picking up what you're laying down. So, like, if you got in there, that has to be good, right? Like, you want us to get into there. Oh, isn't there something with the circles and the dust and everything that you want us to go there? And the singing. Yeah. They love that. Oh, the singing. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. Of if course. You, if you could just, like... Because, like, the royalty... I mean, the two royal members are sleeping with fire-breathing kittens. Oh, it's the family, then. It's just mm. a family visit. We just oh, gotta, like, protection. continue our influence. Like what you would their kids a, look like? I don't know, like bug dragons, I guess like a dragonfly, and then <laughs> skirmish is a goliath. A big so bug. Like a, like a beetle, maybe? That'd be kind of cool, like a Hercules beetle. <laughs> like a big Hercules beetle, big rhinoceros beetle. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, off topic. It's got like its no, own armor I mean, and everything, yeah. He, like, leans up against the wall and it takes a long drag of his cigarette, takes a sip from his flask and motions it to you guys. Like, pass it, pass it around if you want. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Eh? Incredibly strong, but delicious. <laughs> Whoa! That'll puck you right up, eh? Oh, pass it over. There you go. Oh, does this one give smoke monsters out of it, too? Oh, it was a flask of um, ale. Or oh, whiskey. Uh, he has a divine flask. This is carved from an alcoholic river dragon's canine tooth. Um, it is essentially an ever full mug, but for very high quality sipping uh, fortified white wine. Oh, fortified white wine. Ooh. So it, it'll get you twisted, but it sips real easy. The very lovely Pinot. Or is it one of those Grushishmishmirs? Maybe a Riesling? Well, he, Tanja loves a spicy shard on a Friday night, but it's a Wednesday, oh. so it, it's a Pinot. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Don't sound disappointed. You're drinking divine booze. <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely divine. <laughs> um... But you guys see that he has a way to get you into Echoblim society. It is crumbling. And Tanager is one of the best influencers in modern day times. An easy way to deal with the Echoblim is to impress them, convince you're worth following like a bright flame, and, you know, change the system from the inside. But uh, Tanager is half drunk, clearly on drugs, uh, and just, like, fully not thinking out the plan. But uh, you have a f free ticket for a disguise change, 
and uh, realm travel to and from. So this is a good chance to like move from, as you described, Pugsley, uh, people doing chores to something flashy. I'm here for it. Um, absolutely. I've always wanted to try being a little bit taller, which actually I could do any time. I just keep forgetting that Rooney gave me a scroll of embiggening. Um, but I've been around Skirmish quite a bit, and he's pretty imposing. And I would love to be a dragonborn, you know, have a tail and some horns. Oh, that'll look good on you. I think the tail would look good. Right? Yeah. I think you could really rock mm. a tail, yeah. Could rock a tail. So, guys, um, your outfit will dictate how these people will view you. The clothes make the man, so to speak. So, you ever seen the mayor of Nicomoy? He's a man named... Oh, I forgot his name, but if you give me a minute, I'll get it. You talk, Karn, and roleplay some while I do this. Karn, what are you thinking for your outfit? You see, and even though this satyr is, like, absolutely trashed. Um, dressed in really elegant clothes. It's sort of like a, um, I believe it's called a jinbei. Like, a Japanese, like, sort of house, like, you know, sort of robe. Um, nothing underneath, but held together in such a way with class made of living insects that you just can't pull your eyes away from what he's wearing. And then you notice that he's, like, half vomiting into a pile of garbage. Oh, he's so elegant when he does that. Um, Tanager, do you think to try and impress these people, I should try not to put all of the colors on my clothes at the same time? Um, or, like... I think I'll need some tips because, like, I'm kind of new to high society. What is, is this, do they live in, like, high treetops or something? I don't, I don't get it. So, like, I may need a few pointers on what do you think that they would like? Is it the cut? Is it the color? Is it the materials? Here's a fun mini game. Tanninger, those of us above 21, if you live in America or whatever the legal drinking age is in your local community has probably encountered a friend who is too drunk. And you're like, hey, we need to deal with you. What do you need? Is it a cigarette? Is it more alcohol? Is it pizza? Is it an illicit drug? This is sort of grab bag, depending on what you feed Tanninger. And you can do insight, persuasion, intimidation... Or nature. Um, I like how he left medicine out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you don't want to make him sober? No, I don't know if he's one of these people who's not useful when he's sober. I mean, here, where I'm from, it's a greasy cheeseburger. So you would like to pump him full of food first? Why not? Cool. So uh, go ahead and pump me a check. Oh, let's see. What check should I do? I don't know. Deception? Um, This'll make you feel better? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm going to do Persuasion. That is a 20, but it's dirty. So what do you say to Tanninger as you feed him the cheeseburger? Hey, I just randomly came upon this cheeseburger. It's probably going to do you quite well. It looks like you've probably 
emptied the contents of your stomach, so at the very best, it'll put something back in there so that you can throw it back up. Excellent plan. And he, uh, scarfs the cheeseburger. Extra cheddar. And, as he's scarfing, mentions... Oh, you... you were saying about colors. Um, no, definitely do all of them. They're moths. They like shiny things. Ooh, shiny. Okay. So you've got one clue to your outfit. So I was going to say, like, I should uh, disguise self and look something like the mayor who is fossil fuels. Um, He's a dragonborn. Very lavish, white, crisp suit with, like, two chains. Um, He's a black dragonborn with, like, you know, you've never seen fossil fuels around Nicomoy? Anyway, I've changed my mind. I'm going to stay a little gobby. But I'm going to put on, like, a yellow shirt and, like, paint-speckled overalls. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my aero abilities to create paintings of artwork. I think that'll get some attention. I think. You know, like, when a kid throws some paint on a canvas and all of a sudden their pants are millionaires? That's what I'm going to do. Uh, Tanny Boy needs something. Um... Um, I'm going to take, like, a look in his eyes and, like, see if his pupils are very dilated or not dilated enough. And maybe try make, like, an insight check to see if he's sobering up or he's too drunk. Roll it up, my friend. 25. Not dilated enough. Oh, you I... know that this cheeseburger, all that grease, is making him sluggish. If you want to get more hints of how to properly dress yourself, you're going to need to perk this fellow up. And knowing Tanager casually, with like a very high 20 check, uh, he probably has something on him. Man, you need to if, you need to take something to drink, man. You look like you, you look like hell. You need to drink something to pick yourself up. Where's that flask gone? That seemed to be pretty good. Uh, I mean, if you find something on him, oh, I have this lovely pipe of smoke monsters on me. It was a purchase. I don't smoke myself, but I thought, you know, if the time calls for it, which in hindsight it's kind of now, so it was a good purchase. But um. Anyway, we can utilize this, and he'll hold this lavish pipe of, like, ivory dragon bone that's shaped kind of like a dragon with a wooden stem. Uh, you see Tanger just out of pure reflex, takes it, puts it, lights it, packs it, not necessarily in that order, um, but a good move, you gave him what he needed. You see he's kind of, like, getting a little more lucid. Um, you, you don't just have to be flashy. You're onto something with the art. These bugs are stupid. They follow trends and I'm a trendsetter. If I can convince, if I put you up in the right venue, they will try to court you. As long as you do something. As long as I do something. So the clues are wear something bright and shiny and make some sort of artistic style check, and Tanager is now lucid enough to back you in it, enough to make them notice. I'm going to wear something tacky, but I'm going to make fabulous art. I'm going to use my bursting arrow. We're going to find some paint. I'm going to shoot at it on a large... Oh, you know what? 
what's on the side of the gill hole? Like, outside, is it just bare stone? Uh, yeah, the guild hall, after the success of last year, uh, the fire-breathing kittens is kind of flush with cash. Uh, they are building an airship dock on the roof. So there is a big, clear stone tower with no markings on it. That sits fat above all other buildings around it. I'm thinking some street art, a little graffiti. Can we can we do this anywhere, or is there like a better place to get their attention, or what you thinking? Uh, out of Tanger's character, develop a, car- a question, mm-hmm. and then give him something. You've already used uh, alcohol, mm. tobacco. And food. So he seems to be perky and full at the moment. Uh, and figure out what question you want to ask for your third hint of how to impress the Echo Blim. Mm. He's happily puffing a pipe in the corner so you can talk privately. Oh, I have an idea. I mean, Tanager is more than welcome to listen to it. But um, I was thinking, if Skirmish and Stella... Or, you know, in sort of these romantic relationships. Why don't we tag it on the side of the building? You know, to show the Ekenblim that we're proud of them. Like, uh, you know, SK plus whatever the initials of the Ekenblim would be in a big heart. But all like splattery and like edgy and cool. I think that could work. Could we just say like Heart Ekenblim? Because I don't know what their names are either. Or we could do like... um. Like the bat symbol, there's a hero in a couple cities away who wears this weird costume and they put like a big torch in the sky with a big bat. We could do like a big moth person, like like the Mothman, and it'll be like calling them, you know, bright and yellow so they think it's a light because I think moths are, you know, attracted to the light. Uh, Tanninger, because he's allowed to listen, just like half drunkenly goes... Well, I can do that and cast Polymorph on uh, even or odds, Pugsley. Oh, um, let's go with odds. Ooh, uh, can you roll a dice for me? I realize I don't have any on me. For the listeners, oh. I had a real life game earlier and they're in my garage. <laughs> it's a six, so I, I asked for odds and it's an even. So, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get turned into an Echoblim. You know this is flimsy magic, like under heavy scrutiny by another Echoblim. Uh, they will find you out, but functionally, you are an Echoblim without the dust. Okay. Uh, well, what? Just I'm not one for magic, so I... Where's Cairn, and who is this guy? Tanager, what did you do? No, look, I made him like a hot moth guy. Am I? Oh, that's Am right. I hot? I mean, I think so. I would. I'd imagine him like a uh, sort of this like hot topic model, you know, like all gothy instead of mothy. <laughs> <laughs> the S of the episode, gothy, not mothy. Um, <laughs> it's still me on the inside. Oh, isn't that just a pure message? Yeah, so just like, 
Oh, shoot. You were supposed to, like, infiltrate. And I, like, turned you into an echo blim. Do, do you think if I, like, start singing that, like, we'd have half the job done? With, like, the dust and the circle? No, I don't he, think so. He gives a nervous smile and is like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. I'm sitting here with my friend Pogsley, hoping that we'll get the job done by singing in the bushes with this guy who's a bit drunk. No, didn't work. Didn't think so. Okay. It was a very lovely song, though. I appreciate it. I put your name in because I thought you'd like like a song with your name in it. I've always wanted that. I like you guys. I have very disorganized, I know, but that's all right. We're like the best of the best. So... What is there like a place around? I honestly, you know, I'm one of those commuters who just goes to work and then goes home and doesn't really check out the area. So I don't know what stores and whatnot and, you know, places to eat are around. Is there like a paint shop or somewhere I can get some supplies? Maybe the basement of the guild? I don't know. Yeah, uh, if you're just looking for paint, we can conjunct that whole event. Uh, it costs you less than a gold, uh, and you get a bunch of paint. All right, what I'm going to do then, it's a little technical, but I will try to make it as interesting as possible. I am going to... Oh, I have that spell. I forgot about that. No, it's boring. Yes, no, I'll use it as well. All right. So, <laughs> firstly, firstly, I will use, I will, oh, I'm going to say it's bright yellow paint, and I'm going to dip the tip of my arrow. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? What I'm are you going to do? The, I'm going to dip the tip of my arrow, and I'm going to cast a banishing arrow on this paint, this can of paint. It, the panic paint needs to succeed on a charisma saving throw of 15, or it doesn't need to succeed. That's right. I didn't think it was going to succeed, so it Can is banished. Can you please roll a d100? Oh, and if you d100? roll above a 95, you have a sentient can of magic paint. <laughs> Very charismatic paint. I mean, I have heard some it's... colors are like more hip and with it than others. Oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe I got a 93. So you look at this paint, and you're about to cast Banishment on and it shakes a little bit. And you're like, no, I've never seen that in your local store paint before. Uh, but All right. it, it does not, uh, is not able to resist, because uh, while it is at the cusp of evolution, it is not sentient magic paint. So for flavor, what I want to do is this is going to banish it to the position of the arrow, and then I'm going to shoot the arrow up at the wall of the guild, and as the arrow hits the wall, I want to cancel banishment, so that it's just a hard impact of paint on the wall, and it's a big splat of paint. Absolutely massive. The street-facing side of this simple four-walled tower is covered in this yellow paint all right now first before i continue um Ekencairn, do you have any crazy spells you might be able to add to this masterpiece of art well how big do you want to go i mean like if if like 
we could we could go pretty big if we want to do crazy things or if you just want to uh like accentuate it i mean i could grow some flowers i could make the dirt look like a mirror image of what you've done on the wall or we can go like go big or go home if you want and just to clarify you can break this with a wisdom saving throw yeah, I kind of like being... If you choose to. Ecker and Ecker and Karen for a while. Yeah. I mean... But continue. It's nice to try out different things at different days, you know? How often do you get turned into a weird moth person? And I already got a compliment. Uh, I hear that art is an expression of one's inner self. So I don't think it really matters what we do, as long as it looks cool and it's creative. So I'm just saying, if you had something like... I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm kind of feeling the reflection thing. I think two sides of one thing today is kind of, that's kind of a nice vibe. So I'm going to cast Mold Earth and change the color of a five foot cube of Earth around um, just to reflect like a blurred version of what's happened on the wall as if like, it's like a mirror image. Uh, Which portion of Earth are you casting that on? This would be the five feet just below where the paint would have been, so at the bottom of the wall. So part of the tower, because it it extends from the roof of the guild hall. It doesn't touch the ground. Okay, yeah. All right, so maybe back a few feet just so that it looks... Uh, The two ideas I have is you could do it to the stone to give it like some sort of cool holographic effect, or you could do it to the street in which the image would reflect... Yeah. to do something like that. I know? was thinking like the street area, so it looks it, it looks like this is actually a light that is shining on the ground. Uh, give me an arcana check for radness. <laughs> like, you succeed in what you're doing, this is just how rad it is. Is it 16? It's pretty... It's pretty rad. <laughs> it's pretty expletive rad. Um, yeah, it does one of those things where whatever happens to the art on the tower is mimicked in sort of a moving, you know, uh, not like a sundial, but you know how the sun moves. It like moves in the shadow. So it's kind of interesting and fun to watch. And you could do one of those, uh, like, uh, time-lapse videos of it. And it would be very satisfying. Look, now your art is on two places. That is absolutely marvelous. Now, I have a little bit of another trick I was going to do. So, I picked up from the store. It was a thrift store, but, you know, I mean, it's used, but just, you know, it's trendy and hippie, you know? Not quite like Birkenstock hippie, but like, um, anyway, I have the circlet of blasting. Now, because I'm little, it's more of a necklace than it is like a circlet I wear on my head. But I'm going to cast Scorching Ray, and I'm going to make some singe marks on it just for cool, like, texture. Not to destroy the building, of course, but just to throw some color up in that yellow. So I'm going to call this an Arcana check. Cool. And below five, you damage the building and do the opposite of what you explicitly said you didn't want to do. But as long as it's a six or above, it's just degrees of accuracy. It's 7 plus 7, 14. You do a pretty freaking good job. Your other one was a 16, I believe? Uh, yeah. So it is in line, in style. 
neither aspect of your art outshines right. the other. So you you make a really classy bit of street art. Now, the fun part. I, as an arcane archer, learned this little trick. It was actually a street clown that showed me, but, you know, shh, don't tell anybody. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation right about seven feet away from the wall to reflect exactly what we're seeing on the wall, but off the wall. So it's like this crazy, weird 3D effect. Huzzah! Again, give me a performance or arcana. I'll do arcana because I'm not very performance good. Um, oh, 17 plus 7. 24. So rad. You blow up the spot and... I mean, you know, Tanninger, he makes his connects, like, connects you to the people who you, he thinks would cause interest in the Echoblin community. Um, but there is someone else who notices this. Someone who knows who, Tanninger would never admit it, but the only one who could rival him in fashion, a one... Stella Argentine, ladies and gentlemen. Stella, please make your entrance as you see a... V- I, one would want to say pitiful attempt at looking cool, but that is inaccurate. Some of these guild members, you might know, you might not know, but their names are not etched in the annals of history. But they are doing some of the best and raddest street art you've ever seen please enter the scene miss stella hi and ooh, what is happening here so yeah stella kind of just struts in with her companion lenny behind her stella is a um half dragon sorcerer she is white haired white skinned with silver scales and stuff and wings and and the tail Y'all know Stella. And yeah, she's wearing this like black dress with a um with a skirt that has like butterfly patterns, like butterfly wing patterns on it. It's 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 really pretty. She looks like she just came from a photo shoot. And Lenny is her halfling companion. He has a uh he has a crossbow and he's dressed in all black. So yeah, Stella enters and she's just like uh, Oh, hi guys, what's happening here? Could Lenny argue one small point? Yes. He would like to be dressed in goldenrod. Okay, then he's dressed in goldenrod. <laughs> he's been in black too much of his life. He's a, he's a color man now. So a, a very tasteful yellow to accent you. Just a little pop of color, but still in the background. Uh, you two know your mission just got so much easier. Uh, Stella... You have been staying in the manor for a while. You see an absolutely hammered Tanninger (laughs) with cheeseburger grease all over his face, smoking someone else's pipe, leaned up in an alley. Hi, Tanninger. Uh, What's what's going on? Uh, He mumbles and passes it to uh, the the two... uh, I'm sorry, I gotta break the fourth wall. The two players, go ahead, catch each other up. Oh, hi there, hi Karen, hi P- hi Pugsley. It's been a while. Hey, st- oh hi. Hey Stella. Hey Lenny, looking sharp. 
Hey. I, will, I will say, um, out, out, out of character, uh, Karen is polymorphed into an Ekenblum oh, yeah. right now. So you see an Ekenblum, Stella. Oh. And Pugsley. Okay. In that case, I say, do, do I still recognize Karen? Uh, yeah. It, it okay. looks like a reskinned version, like a DLC Ekelblim skin for the Karen <laughs> character. Oh, I see. Yeah, it would make sense because I've seen, I mean, I've seen Lucian do that before, so. It, it's him with a slightly <laughs> more, like, pinkish skin tone. Big, fancy moth wings, little antennae. Um, and I don't know, some, like, where the joints are, little bits of chitinous plate that look like reflective granite. What do you- or, unless Karen has an opinion about his own style, feel free to redo. I, you probably also noticed that his, you know, I still have, like, my shadows are usually quite thick. It's, like, almost black, pure black behind me, so it is, that's a dead giveaway. Um, but, yeah, I would also be like, hey, Stella! Tanager said it looked hot. What do you think? I think it looks hot. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm digging the new uh, new style. Okay, that's two votes. Pugsley said it was cool too, so it's three votes. Yes, very edgy. Edgy. Ooh, I wonder if that's what I'll be. Edgy. What you doing? <laughs> any any news? Haven't seen you in a while since we did that thing that we can't talk about that much. Oh, I. Hmm. Oh, anyways, uh, yeah, I kind of, I vaguely remember that day, but anyways, oh yeah, um, I should show you. So then, is, is it daytime, by the way? Mm, I'll say getting close to sunset. Okay, so she would be wearing her shades then. Uh, she, she, she takes off her glasses and you can see, like, um, Karen, you, you've seen her eyes before. Usually they're blue with, like, a few golden specks from I Can Blim Dust, but now they're, like, solid gold in the centers and blue around them. And um, yeah, they, they've they've changed color, and she's like, "Well, um, yeah, I've I've got some new magic powers thanks to my thanks to my girlfriend. She's like, <laughs> she's a demigoddess." Oh, going up in the world, eh? Aim high. I mean, aim high. You know. <laughs> tanager. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna like side I'm gonna side eye Tanager, kind of like smirk at him. <laughs> I'm kind of her cousin, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Fist, I, try, I try to fist bump him with my mage hand. Uh, he fully misses it. Kind of <laughs> mutters to himself, What is it when you're the prophet of a god, and then it's the god's daughter? What, what is that? It's like a cousin, right? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for a while, the only family I've known was my, like, uh, mom and, sis- and sister and brother, so... I don't know how this family stuff works. I should know, because I'm like a noble, but... Eh, I don't want to learn that kind of stuff. You, you know, in my experience, families are rare. The best family is rarely the ones you have from blood. They're the, like, family that you meet along the way. Oh, wholesome message. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys, fire-breathing kittens, tanager. You guys are already... I already count you guys as family. He goes, yeah, that was my lesson last season. Winter. Because <laughs> <laughs> my family sucks. And, uh, fiber the kittens are cool. Anyway, I'm hammered. Uh, you guys gotta, like, uh, I don't know, man. You gotta spark some, some flame in, in the Echoblim. Hmm? I, I, these guys, I love them. They're a little boring. 
and I thought that making them into icons would be enough of a flame to draw the attention of this terrible boss. Oh, you want to draw someone's attention? That's the, that, that's the mission? I, I look at um, Pugsley and Karen. I can blame Karen. So, uh, yeah, we've kind of been tasked with, um, well, infiltration. Get into their world and figure out what they need and then sort of uh, save their entire race, I guess. Kind of, just bef- with Tanage's help. Before the end of the day, you know, like... Yeah, it's no big deal. Typical kind of Thursday. All in a day's work. He, like, splashes his flask on the guy. Yeah, just save the world real quick. So we decided to get their attention to, like, deface the guild hall's tower and make some street art. And, um, you know, because they, they like the art and they can't make their own art. So they'll be like, oh, this Pugsley guy, you know, he can make really cool art. We're just going to invite him in and then turn him into our thing. But now that you're here, I, I think we actually, you are like kind of dating one of them, I've heard. Just, I mean, if it's not true, I'm sorry, it, you know, how rumors can go. Oh, no, yeah, that, that's definitely true. <laughs> huh, well, that, I mean, we kind of have our in now anyway. I wasted a whole lot of spell slots on this just for that. No, it still looks cool. It's not a waste. You need to sign it, though. Yeah, it looks super cool. Uh... Yeah, I, I really like the I really like the flare you added with the um. Wait, what is that? It looks cool, but I can't quite pin it. Oh, so I like <laughs> banished a thing of paint with an arrow, shot the arrow at the wall, made the paint come back while it hit the wall. It splashed everywhere. Then I shot it with fire, and then I pressed the digitated that exact same thing a couple feet away from the wall. And then I made ah. I made the ground look like what he did on up there, so it looks like a light shining on the on the ground. So, whoa, really there's, abstract. There's like one it. word to describe it, and it's rad. Yes, it's very cool. I'm I'm actually wearing my artist's gear right now. It's like a yellow shirt, uh, mustard yellow, not as quite uh, nice as Lenny's, um, and some paint covered overalls. You know, had to get into the groove of being an artist. I see. Uh, so is this like a Karen and Pugsley special, or can I add a touch to it? No, you absolutely. Yes. So then she she um, she is going to cast prestidigitation on it, and um, and and like make the edges kind of like pop out, add a little bit of like um, ice shard kind of flair to it, and then um, and then like. I'm gonna I'm gonna use like my I'm gonna take some water out using my decanter of endless water and just make like a make like a frozen ice sculpture right in the in the in the, in the center that kind of like helps the helps the light like refract around them and adds a bit of like extra 3D um, effect to it. Before you can even like enjoy how beautiful the art you guys have created is. Uh, you hear your speaking stone going off. Which one? Us? Uh. Oh, uh, sorry. Stella. Oh, looks like I got a call, and she's gonna answer. <laughs> hey, babe, it's me. May, what are you doing? <laughs> Thinking about you. No, just kidding. Um, two fire-breathing kittens guild members just got put on the echoblimification list just wanted to double check that that was something you planned 
what are their names? Oh, it's uh, Pugsley and Cairn. Oh, yeah. Okay, thanks for letting me know. That's, uh, things are going according to schedule. Dope, dope, dope. Someone's going to come into their window tonight and, like, offer to, like, fulfill all their biggest dreams. Um, just tell them to play along. Ah, uh, the whole I can feel. Okay, got it. <laughs> all right, thanks, babe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Call me again. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm, you're going to see me in your window. And then she hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> Stella kind of like blushes and then says, oh, yeah, that was uh, that was me, Lorian. That was my girlfriend. Anyways, you guys, uh, missions, mission accomplished, it looks like. You, you guys are going to have some people coming to your windows and offering you uh, the best dreams. Uh, yeah, just that can blimspiel. I'm sure you guys have heard some of it already. That doesn't seem horrifying at all. Yeah, like May said to play along. So, yeah, just relaying the message. Well, thank you. That's So, Tanager, what's the plan from here? You've had to have a little bit of time to think about it. Yeah. No? I know you're totally right. I did. Tell me more about that. And he lights another cigarette. <laughs> all right. So, Ken, how long does... Well... Tanager, how long does the polymorph last for? I have absolutely no idea. Oh, I could probably take it off. Well, but do you need to take it off? Or is it maybe better for infiltration purposes? What if I, I mean, tell okay. them I've already started the echoblemification and that I'm, I'm happy to come along, but that maybe they don't need to do any more of it? Maybe. Let's keep it so up. So this polymorph... Okay, okay. So this polymorph, is it just a regular spell polymorph? Is it a special one? It's special in the sense that I have no idea when it will end. Okay, good to know. Well, if, It if will it ends... last somewhere between two hours and forever. Oh, okay. So at least two hours at most, you're stuck in this form, Karen. <laughs> I'm never stuck in a form. Don't worry. Uh, I mean, you're FBK. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, in case it ends, I, I guess I could just, I mean, I know how to change people's shapes. I, I did it, I, I turned a squirrel into an earthworm once, so <laughs> I think I could turn you back into an Ekenblim. Oh, I mean, like... I absolutely love that you turned a squirrel into an earthworm. Squirrels are horrible little creatures. Oh, they really are. <laughs> the worst. Dastardly little things. Such gossips. Uh, don't even get me started on chipmunks. <laughs> That's like a squirrel on speed. Um, so Tanager kind of brushes himself off and is like, all right, well, I'm going to go home. You don't need me anymore. You've got Stella and you got your thing. You got your dreams. I'm going to go vomit and text some ex-girlfriends. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, and he stumbles off. I leave you players with a preparatory phase. To properly give you an idea of what you're dealing with, uh, tonight, when Pugsley and Cairn dream, an Echoblim will come in and do the whole thing. Tanger has offered some sort of vague protection, <laughs> but you understand from reading the Guild Archives, uh, the Echoblimification process apparently involves a demon. So, you have a vague mission... With very little help. 
basically one ally saying, I got you, bro. Um, but you're dealing with transfiguration magic, turning you into bug person. Apparently a demon might show up and, uh, yeah. So how you, uh, you know, just we're leading up to our break listeners. So let's give these little adventure folk uh, some time to plan. Okay. So point of, they said about dreams. I don't actually sleep. Um, I like trance if I feel bothered. So what if I don't sleep, but I keep an eye on Pugsley and then I don't even look like myself. So somebody will come looking for Cairn. He's not there. And then I'll keep an eye on Pugsley so that nothing strange happens to you. And then Stella, what do you think? Uh, Well, I mean, May said that she's going to come for me as well. Um... I'll probably just ask her to take me wherever you guys are going. Uh, as for, like, take, keeping watch... So you want to keep watch over Pugsley, essentially. That's what you're saying. Yeah, if somebody's going to come and take him, then I can, like, hop along. You know, I could I could hang out as, like, a spider in your bag or something, if you want. Ah, I see. Okay, and like polymorphed as an as an ekenblim, so you could you could say like, oh, I was already I was already there, like I was already going to, I, I don't know, like, well, so how are you going to be transported to the ekenblim well, realm then? If I'm on like Pugsley's person, like in his bag or something, if he goes, I go, and then oh. if I drop, I will take Arcana or histories to anticipate what's going to happen tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I... I also roll? Yeah, oh, you can all go for it. One or the other. Uh, what were you going to say, Pugs? I'm going to say that there's like a whole bunch of people watching me sleep or not sleep because there's a whole bunch of creepy eyeballs on me and knowing that I'm going to be taken like that kid in Little Monsters under the bed somewhere into a weird other dimension and turned into a monster. I'm getting creepy, creepy like vibes about that. And all I can think about is that great 90s movie starring that one guy that did Bobby's World's voice. I can't remember his name right now, but it was a great movie. But no, anyway. that's his name. His name is that guy who did Bobby's World voice. That guy. Yes. So uh, I, I rolled, and uh, I, I guess Stella's really distracted, just thinking like, oh, May. Oh my god, I'm going to see her again. Yeah, I rolled a natural one. I have a plus zero to Arcana or history, because, you know, I, I went to a college and never learned anything. So, yeah, one. <laughs> This nat one is not going to be a punishment like through failure. Uh, it's embarrassment. <laughs> you have spent so much time hanging out at May's house. And then when it's like, oh, Stella, you've been in the Yosekai for so long. What do you know? You're like, uh, her sheets are soft. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you watch the same movie over and over, but never actually paid attention to that movie, you know? Exactly. The DM and Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Stella has a lot of knowledge, but it's absolutely useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the rest of you, though. So I guess I'm just going to let like a creepy spider sleep with me and then get taken away by these mysterious moth people. Um... And help for the it best. It doesn't have to be a spider if you don't like spiders. Could you do something cuddly, oh, not a squirrel? Oh, you don't like squirrels too. 
Um, oh no, squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Be like a weasel. Weasels are cool. No, that's too close yeah. to a squirrel. Chinchilla? Like a rabbit? Chin- no, that's definitely like just a desert squirrel. I know. Maybe stay away from rodents. <laughs> yeah, like, um, let's see. How about a, a bear cub? It's a bit big, though, They're isn't cute. it? Yeah, it'd be like oh, a like, teddy like bear. A, that's well, it'd be like the size squirrel. I am. I'll tell you what. Spider it is. I mean, I could pretend to be like a teddy bear, but then you'd have to explain why you're bringing your teddy bear with you. Can you change into like acorn? Then I could just have two acorns, carry them around in my bag. That sounded horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Let's go with spider. (laughs) All right. But like a a fuzzy spider. (laughs) Sure. Tarantula. Yeah. (laughs) How big is a giant spider? No, joking. Uh, (laughs) Very cuddly. Don't worry. That's just Shelob. So twice the size of Pugsley. Uh, cool. So, uh, Stella, like, as you settle in spider form, like, close to Pugsley, uh, Stella, you get up in a back position in the room, and then you feel, like, arms around your waist as May's like, what's up? I just cast past without a trace. (laughs) Um, And I just, like, whisper, hey. Shut up. (laughs) she like playfully punches you in the ribs um we're doing spy stuff uh a full hour and 45 minutes pass (laughs) it's very boring not fun and the most grunt work an adventurer does (laughs) and then a beautiful elegant moth-like man with chitinous plate that resembles business attire skitters over through your window uh normally he would wake you up out of a dream but you were awake and alert so you saw how indelicate it was as he crawled through the window hello there's just a shiver from the covers hello pugsley uh hi mr person yes i'm mr person there's no need to hide yourself you made such a beautiful display in front of your guild hall today. Oh, yes, I do it all the time. He Thank you. glides across the room and, like, kind of pulls the covers down. Oh, yeah. it's not this kind of experience, I thought. Gross, spider. Um, no, 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 it's not like that. I'm not weird. How would you like to make beautiful art forever? Sounds like my dream job. Oh, Usually I gotta say more things. This is really easy. That's what I'm known as, being easy. All I need you to do is hum me a little ditty. Um, like any tune? Yeah, he's shaking his wing, creating dust all around the room, moving his feet in a gentle circle, creating like a ring. Okay, uh, Pugsley will hum, um... In a flash, you are transported someplace much else. Uh, I knew it. It was exactly like what I thought it was. Stella, May is like, oh, this guy sucks. This should be easy. Uh, and does a little ring around you too, so you can take a separate portal. 
and we will return to this after a little breaky boo. We were joined by Pogo. I am mortified, but also slightly excited. Cairn. Spider Cairn, I'm sorry. Spider Cairn, super silent, like super silent, stealthy, Spider Cairn. And of course, late to the game, fashionably as always, Miss Stella Argentine. Uh, so we just gotta put some fire in Ekin Blim's hearts. Should be easy. I've seen as I've already done that. <laughs> Show up and stun, baby. Um, we don't have a review this week. And in lieu of that, we're going to beg you. Please, please review us. Five stars, please. Karen? Absolutely need a review of children to feed. Please, help us out. Throw us a bone. This, we feed them on stars. Th- this section is so much easier when we have a review to read, so please give us a review to read. <laughs> exactly. Bye. Bye. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. This episode's shout-out is from Sunrise Corn, who says, quote, Luke, Aiden, and Bella want to say thank you to our dungeon master. Noah, the saga of Kitlock Nifty Steel was epic. You're a great DM. End quote. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special day? We can wish them a happy message on your behalf. You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find ebooks, paperbacks, hardcover novels, and audiobooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notebook with the Fire Breathing Kittens logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so the only way we can grow is if you tell somebody about us. Is there an episode that might make that person smile? Well, let them know about it. Thank you! Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens, everybody's favorite 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, if you ignore every other D&D 5th edition podcast. <laughs> Which one of you little critters wants to catch up our listeners on what happened? <clears throat> Dice rolls? <sighs> All right, roll I got a natural one. 18. 16. I was going for most pride... But I gotta respect the natural one. Catch us up, Pugsley. All right, hey, on the under a minute. Some people run real long in no, this. No, not I. Last time on Fire Breathing Kittens, Pugsley and Cairn heard a whisper from the window. It was the famous Tanager. Tanager devised a plan to infiltrate the Eckenblim home plane and make so chaos throughout the realm by simply, well, we don't really know because he never actually had a plan. So, Bugsley made some street art, Karen helped, and then Stella showed up and, well, instant street cred right there. Bam, Pugsley went to bed, 
and has now been kidnapped and is on his way, presumably, to the name of the place. I don't remember what it's called, but Ekemblem Home Plane. I'll take it over, Pugs. You're in the Yosakai, a once verdant, beautiful plane, now a desolate wasteland dotted by hive cities in which these terrible moth folk dwell. Uh, unless you're Stella, then it's your girlfriend and the moth folk are like really cool. Um, we cut back as the, you, you go through the whole portal and you're like, Oh, whoa, this is crazy. I'm going through, I'm getting teleported. I hate this. And then boom, Pugsley, what's most precious to you? Like if you had to solidify everything you love into a memory from your past, what what is what moment represents that? No. Big ask, I know. No, it's not at all. I'll actually have this quote prepared. It's a tearjerker. So, back when I was a week obi, me dad took me out into the woods. He was going to teach me how to hunt. But I don't really like killing animals. He was quite disappointed. But I practiced and I practiced. And I became an okay archer. I mean, I could be better, but I think that would make him very proud. He's he's not with us anymore, but that memory, that memory is one of the fondest memories I have. Yeah, Lenny, Stella, and Karen as a spider are there on the outskirts watching your most dearest moment. And as they're like, Wan, he, they, wow, it, it, this feels a little intrusive. They look to their left and they see a large horn demon with blue skin wreathed in blue flames who's like wiping its eyes I know right it sucks I'm gonna have to like take this guy's soul anyway have a nice day guys and he begins walking over uh to our dear Pugsley who you know you're like sort of in a loop of a mo of this like moment starting at uh you know you walking into the forest drawing your arrow seeing something like your father teaching you a lesson and then sort of like you get lost and then you're back at the start looping 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 uh you are aware but you are also aware that you are in a spell right now so you, it's like, uh, sorry for doing it to you, but I, I already cast a spell on you. But you can make a wisdom saving throw to break out of it whenever you think you would like to. I'm going to say that I am just tearfully joyous that I'm seeing me father another time and getting to spend a little more time with him. So I'm not going to break out of it quite yet. Stella, Spider Cairn. Uh, well, I'm going to say, you want his soul? (laughs) Fat chance of that, buddy. And she is going to, um, she is going to assume her dragon form. So she turns into this large size silver dragon with, um, with like kind of like hair flowing out of its like neck spikes, kind of like, you know, you have to have hair and it's like long and slender, not very, not very strong. But yeah, she's a dragon now. She's gonna like try to go between the devil and Pugsley as the devil's walking over. 
the devil like rolls its like eyes at you. You know, uh, I was warned about you kittens. You, you guys are so sensitive about soul taking. We've been doing this for so long. For so many planes. And now you care because we're taking souls from yours? Uh, I mean, if anyone threatens to take a soul from anyone, I'm going to get involved. Like, it happened to poor Lenny here, and he was stuck in, 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 in a casino for 10,000 years. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> So, yeah, no, not on my watch. Name's Letty. Nice to meet you. And he walks up to the demon and they shake hands and then he goes back to the support character row. <laughs> and yeah, I'm also going to cast, uh, like, while I'm kind of talking, I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis uh, at what level should I cast it? Sixth level. So now, yeah, if, if, if you touch me, you're going to. Are you being discreet? Uh. No, like, basically, like, this kind of, like, silver flame, like, this cold, like, thing starts, like, this... You know how when you have something cold and there's, like, steam rising in, on top of it? Like, it just starts emanating from her scales, which, which like, glimmer. If, if, if you... T- if Yeah, if, if you touch her, you're gonna take a lot of damage. The demon, like, uh, He casts a spell in response, summoning uh, a bunch of just to make it personal to you, very mocking, nasty, demonic Lennies. Ew, hey, how's it going? Hey, you're jacking my style. I don't like this. Yeah, hey, you're jacking my style. I don't like this. <laughs> Miss Stella, uh, I don't like these guys. Yeah, just just stay, stay behind me, Lenny. Real Lenny. <laughs> Was the spell only cast on, um, on Pugsley? Uh, make an arcana check, please, Karen. 14 you know you are in pugsley's soul space a mm. demi a temporary demi plane that is much like the video game psychonauts uh pugsley's soul expressed and then quantified with a core um so no spells have been cast on him they're being cast in him mm. I'm not going to say what I wanted to say. Never mind. I I would went to seeing Stella put an armor on. Um, I'm going to going to drop. Uh, sorry, go back in character if I remember. Uh, I'm going to drop the spider form as bonus action, and I'm going to just put my hand on Pugsley's shoulder and just whisper in his ear, um, "You are the best archer." And I'm going to cast foresight on him, which is a ninth level spell. Enjoy, buddy. Um, Let me read it to you. Uh, Willing creature, bestow the ability to see the immediate future for the duration, which is eight hours. The target cannot be surprised, has advantage on all attack rolls, ability checks, saving throws, and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. It's called foresight. Foresight. Let me drop a little fun on you while you look that up. You see the weakness in this demon's plan. These uh, demi-lennies are super weak and easily dispersed with an AoE attack. Uh, It's intimidation factor. Uh, The only thing that this demon has over you is the fact that AoE will also damage your soul. The landscape around you is also part of you. Um, 
so you know its plan. You you have advantage on like a, a whole bunch of stuff. You know the way this battle should go to make it in your favor. And then you also know the threat of if it goes wrong, you could get your soul ripped up like a battlefield. And I look up at me... <clears throat> I look up at me, Pops, and I say, It was nice seeing you again, Pops. I have to go now, but thank you. He's stuck in the loop still, but it just so delicately lands on the moment where he was explaining how to use a bow and arrow. Keep your bow steady, pull back, eye on your target, and it's done. And I'll do exactly that. But I'll turn around, and I'll launch one right between the demon's eyeballs. Uh, cool. Please roll initiative, everyone. Uh, you all had prep rounds and stuff like that. So, we're, no one has surprise or anything like that. Uh, just hit me with that initiato. It's 23. I never grab dice. All right, let me pull up a website. Uh, yeah. Four for me. 17. Okie dokie. Uh, we have an 11 and an 8. So I believe it is indeed, uh, Pugsley, Stella, Enemies, and then Karen? Am I right? Uh, I, I rolled a 4 in initiative, so oh. I probably go last. Yeah, I go last. Karen, what'd you roll? Uh, 17, I think. I flipped you guys. Okay. Uh, so Pugsley, go ahead. So I... I'm going to take my full three shots. The first one is 23. Hit. Uh, who are you targeting? Oh, right. The between demon. the demon's eyeballs. Beautiful. Hit. All right. So uh, it's going to be a bursting shot. So that is a total of uh, 17 damage. And then I was trying to get these prepared beforehand. What type of damage uh, was that? It's um, force damage. Beautiful. And 17, you said? 17, yeah. Cool. So, sorry, um, only like six of it was piercing damage and the rest was the force damage. Cool. Um, and then it's, uh, uh, sorry, 12 for the second arrow. It's a normal arrow. And then another 10 for the third arrow in quick concession. Like Robin Hood hitting the arrows, smack in the center, and peeling the other ones away. Is your bow magic? Um, my arrows are magic. Coolio. Because of my arcane archiness. Uh, yeah, so your bolt strike true. Oh, sorry, it's into the 23, 25, and 30 for my hits. For total damage? No, 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 just the hit. To oh, hit, yeah, so. they all hit. What was your total damage? Uh, my... Uh, like 33? Cool. Uh, so, boom, boom, boom. The demon roils back as the force of these arrows slams into its forehead. Dude, stop. Just, like, back off. Uh, Karen. Well, I mean, it seemed like a little bit of a family affair, so I should probably bring my family out. Dusk, Merc, <laughs> And uh, I'm going to cast Conjure Animals, so you'll see my, my shadow splits in three, and two direwolves uh, appear out of my shadow. They're shadowy direwolves, and uh, they roll their own initiative, so, which is a, a two, so they will act later on. After Stella. 
Uh, but you hear the demon go, oh, jeez, he's got freaking dial rolls. Made a shadow. Oh, just let me get the soul. Uh, do you do anything else on your turn, Karen? No, just hang out. Cool. Give them screeches. Uh, they purr. Or whatever shadow wolves do. Uh, cool. So now I get to kill you. Cool. So let me roll a little Diceone. Um, the easiest way to deal with this from a demon's perspective is to attack. Who? Uh, yeah, no, they they would attack uh, Pugsley because the more damage they do to them and the more AOE, it will destroy his soul into uselessness. And then that will make you guys beg and be like, please, you're killing him. And then he'll just get to take the scraps or whatever. All best case scenario for this demon, one of you offers your soul in exchange. Uh, Either way, fresh soul. So he uh, pulls his claws out, reads again in blue fire, and just uh, is going to make bobbity-bobbity-boo. One, two, three. What's your AC, my bud? That's only a 16. Oh, baby, you got ripped up to poop. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to I'm gonna do a reaction. I have this spell called Silvery Barbs that I can cast as a, as a reaction. Lovely. And, um... Uh, you're not allowed to because it might ruin my plan, so... Th- those attacks are, are with disadvantage, right? Because he's got foresight on. Oh, uh, shoot a boot. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Before you waste a spell slot or anything like that, let me re-roll. Good catch, Cairn. Look at this guy with his magic. It's almost like he's a magic Keep user. Keeping my friend Pugsley alive. Uh, oh, yeah, it's soul after all. So that is one hit. Like, thirding the amount of damage that would have hit you, Pugsley. But you know uh, what you have to do. Uh, would you still like to react, Stella? Yes. Um, I am gonna ca- I'm gonna use my reaction to do a first level slot, just silvery barbs. I magically distract the triggering creature and turn its momentary uncertainty into an encouragement for another creature. The triggering creature must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. You, um, <laughs> and then kids. I can choose a different creature I can see within range and give it advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. I'm gonna choose Pugs- Pugsley. So do Pugsley I- already already has permanent adma- advantage for the next. Uh, Eight hours. Oh, you're right. Okay. Uh, but okay, you could then... use it to make me re-roll the one attack that would hit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm just going to choose uh, Karen. Yeah, or, let's say Karen. Or, 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 you get okay. advantage on the next one. Cool. Dope. Um, so one attack still hits. Oh, baby, yes. 2d12 got a 22 plus 7 is 29. Uh, what is your total health, please, Pugsley? Oh, 154. Uh, so I'm not good at math, but... So I got 125 HP now. So very thin tears start being created in this memory, in which it's not like a, like, sucking void pulling you into nothingness like a black hole. It's just non-existence. Your soul exists, whatever percentage, uh, what I say, 29 out of 154. That 
part of your soul is gone. Hold on, Dad. I don't know why I said that, but that's what I'm going to say. Uh, cool. So now all the mini ones get to go. I'm going to treat them as a swarm. I'm going to make 2d20 rolls. One for each of your little buddies. What is your AC, Stella? 19. Haha! A bunch of tiny Lennies crawl all over you and pinch you really hard. Except uh, they've got Agathon. Yeah, oh. I've, I've got the armor of Agathis. So what what like, does that do how exactly? Um, here, I'll, I'll read it to you. Um, a protective magical force surrounds you, manifesting a spectral cross, frost that covers you and your gear. You gain temp- five temporary hit points duration, so I have 30 temporary HP. On top of my temporary HP I get from my dragon form and my regular HP. Temporary um, HP doesn't stack. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. You uh, just take case, the highest. Oh, in that case, uh, I don't get temporary HP from the armor bag at this. I just get it from my dragon form. Uh, but I still get... If a creature hits you with a melee attack while you have these hit points, the creature takes five times whatever level cold damage, so... Whatever creature hits me while I have those while I have the spell on, uh, gets takes thirty damage. Uh, okay. So yeah, you are pinched for twenty-two points of damage. But as these tendrils are like pulling these false Lennies off of you, uh, they are becoming going to the bloodied state. So like they're ta- like one more round of being in this area and they're going to be all dead from AOE. Uh they don't seem to mind and the demon doesn't seem to be bothered. They are just meant to annoy you. Okay, so uh okay, so they they took 30 HP. So all of them took the 30 HP of damage? Oh, 30? Oh, yeah. they're all they're all way dead. <laughs> Sorry. For some reason I heard 8. But, uh, no, no, yeah, 30. no, no, they're, they're, they're so dead. They're so dead. Um, but if his demon summoning regenerates on the next round, he'll just summon another wave of some sort of lower demon in the visage of something that would hurt one of your feelings. That, well, that's, um, that's okay. I, I still got the, the temp HP, so still can do the 30 damage next time I get hit. Uh, cool. That was their turn. Uh, and they missed you, Karen. Uh, now it goes to, I believe, Stella and then Karen's Shadow Wolves. Beautiful. Go ahead, Stella. Okay. So now that the little minions are, are, are gone, I can focus on the big guy. So how, how far away from me is he? Because I did put myself in between him and Pugsley. For comedic effect, 15 feet. So he's just right there. Cool. Um, (laughs) This is fun. So I legitimately thought that would take longer. (laughs) Um, She's she's gonna laugh and say, (laughs) "Don't worry, there. It's it's okay. I'm strongest." So then, um, she's she's going to. um, (laughs) I'm gonna do something fun. I'm going to bonus, I'm going to like use my sorcery points to quicken spell on uh, summon Draconic Spirit, and I'm going to like summon no. uh, another version of me. I don't want uh, right you to. Next to <laughs> <laughs> right next to me, and like, or actually, yeah, right next to me, and then we're going to like kind of interweave each other, and as my action, I would like to b- try to bite this dragon. <laughs> Sorry, this demon. <laughs> so roll it up, my dude. So yeah, I've summoned Sapphira, but version of Sapphira that looks just like me. 
So, uh, yep. Stelfira. <laughs> Stelfira. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to roll my tech. 10, 19 to hit. Oh, uh, hit, yeah. Okay, so I do 11, so 17 plus, I, I, once on each of my turns, I can do an extra 18 cold damage. So, yeah, I, I do 17 points of uh, piercing damage by biting down on this, this, this demon, like, uh, just like, I don't know, like the stomach area. Magic and, or regular? Um, pardon? It's magic. Dope. And it takes an extra 18 cold damage. Oh, stop. Dude, get off. <laughs> and, okay, with Summon Draconic Spirit, does it also get an attack? Like, can I also do a... I don't know, dog. It's your spell. Draconic Spirit. Oh, yeah. So it takes... Shares your initiative count, but takes its turn immediately after yours. Okay, so yeah, it can also attack. So it's going to also attack the team. <laughs> Are you done with your turn? Uh... It takes its turn immediately after my turn. So you so have to end yes. your turn. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Attack with Stelfira. Stelfira. Okay. So plus the spells. Oh, my my spell attack modifier. Oh, this this spell is so broken. Okay. That's a three, nineteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that'll be five or nine five fourteen points of piercing damage. Okay. Ouch. Uh, magical, I assume. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, does that end Stelfira's turn? Yes. <laughs> That's just like so me. <laughs> uh, go ahead and go top of the round, Pugo. All right, I'm gonna flavor this up real nice for you. How far am I away from uh, our dear friend, the intruder, Demon? Uh, comedically close. Like, he was about to lurch in and, like, grab something out of your chest, and then you turned around and were like, hey, no, I fully am aware that you're here. All right, and, like, Stella's in between us, right? A big dragon? Or two big dragons? Uh, two big dragons. <laughs> Picture sort of like a... Like, a, she is farther away from you, but, like, the relative distance between targets is the same. Picture a clock. Okay. Demon in the middle, you're at like three o'clock. Stella is at like seven, but the same distance away. Well, that changes my plans slightly. Because <laughs> they were I'm... on the outskirts of your memory. He was going straight up to you. Right. And Fair then, enough. Yeah. I'm going to pivot and I'm going to use all 30 feet of my movement. And I'm going to run up the tail of Stella. I'm going to run up the neck. I'm going to jump off. I'm going to fire three arrows right into this big ugly demon, and I'm going to say, get out of me. Um, so the first arrow is a 22. Hit a Rooney. Okay, so this is called an enfebling arrow. And oh, what no. it does is it You're not glows to do that. with an extra orangey kind of color. No. And it strikes him. And a creature hit by this arrow takes an extra 4d6. So that was a total of, yes, I rolled three sixes, ironically, on this. So no. uh, what was that? Uh, 12, a 20, and then it was a 4. So 24 plus another 6, which was another 4. So 24 damage. And Ev, uh, he has to make a con save, a DC 15. 
Uh, this is a demon, so they're pretty good at not being affected uh, sorry. by stuff. Yeah, I know, but hey. What do they need to be? DC 15. Ah, 17. Sorry, bud. All right. So I was trying to half his damage, but oh well. He got hit pretty hard anyway. Um, oh, you moved him into the bloodied area. Good. So then my second shot only did uh, 12 damage, and my third shot did 14 damage. But my third shot I used... Oh, this is where goblins and fighters are great, as um, Skirmish would say. I used Fury of the Small. So add another 6 damage to that. So that was, what did I say, 12? So 18 damage. Um, and then I'm going to use... I know, it's going to go on for a minute... I'm going to use action, action Surge, and I've been doing this literally the entire round. It's another uh, 23, uh, 20, but it's dirty, and another 24. Dude, freaking stop beating me up, man. Okay, sorry. And then, uh... Just let up. me rip your soul apart. I'll or it take up. it to hell. I'm going to add it, uh, 3, 8, that's 21, 2, 1, uh, 3, 4, 5, 6. 61 points of damage total for that next round. You fully dispelled this demon out of your body. Oh, so like, as I'm falling, I shot off six crazy things with this amazing wisdom that I got from Cairn and from my dad. I remembered all the lessons he gave me. And, um, yeah, I'd like to say that every single arrow I shot into this thing hit in exactly the same spot cinematically like Stella is using her armor to just take care of these endless false Lennies uh, Cairn is like wah, 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 like Doctor Stranging giving you advantage on all of your nonsense as you are just like uh, aimbotting this demon <laughs> slamming arrows into its forehead uh Dude, freaking stop! I'm gonna get dispelled! And then you see it gets sucked into a hell portal. And, uh, you only lost a little bit of your soul. Um, I mean, we always lose a little bit somewhere along the line. But, hey, let me offer this to you. A super hot half-bug lady, half-satyr, could walk out of a shadow and be like, this is actually not necessarily a bad thing. Did you- Sup, style? Oh, did you see that? Yeah, um, Stella with and, and Stelfira are just gonna look at at, at me. Dude, stop! I can't even handle one of you. I'm talking to your friend. She like pushes you away and uh, looks at Ken and uh, Pugsley. Um, I haven't had the pleasure. Oh, I'm Malorian, um, daughter of the Reveler. She gives a like double guns, middle fingers to like the entire like uh, moth, you know, uh, echo blim area around you. Uh, technically, I'm the princess of this whole area, but I'm really exploring some other options, and I've met someone who's helping me figure out a person that I could be, and holds hands with Stella. But anyway, um, my friend here has dragon fire which i think can be used we, we have a theory to fill in the gaps of missing soul so are you willing to like um be a guinea pig it would be like super dope uh, sure 
I'll give it a try for my friend. Oh, for me, I guess. Are you interested? I could rip your soul apart a little bit, and then you could get in on this as well. See, I mean, Park Dragon sounds pretty cool, but it's the soul-ripping part that makes me think not so cool. Oh, it hurts so much. Every time I've done it, they've been like, oh, stop ripping my soul apart. And I'm yeah, like, I think it sounds like they would be like, hey, stop doing that. But... You're, and you're really selling it. She puts her hands up like, but I don't do that anymore because that makes people feel bad and smiles at Stella. <laughs> ah. I think I'll pass on the soul ripping, but if I change my mind, I think I, you know, I can always ask Stella. Stella. Yeah, you want me to read some frozen fire on you? Sure, I, I can, I can do that. It's a one in three chance. It's a two in three chance. It doesn't work, but I don't think I've used it today. Well, Stella Bell, um, you know, you would be giving part of your own flame away, right? And like, if our plan goes broad. You're going to be giving a lot of that fire away, so just so you know the risks as well. Wait, yeah. what do you mean? Well, you have dragon fire that, like, you know, is the warmth of your soul, which you channel into frost because that's who you are. Um, but much like a bonfire, you're giving away burning pieces of wood. And if there's not enough wood to fuel the fire, she, like, grits her teeth and, like, the grit teeth emoji face. Oh, so like if I if if I like patch too many souls, then I'll then I'll lose my own. No, you just gotta stop existing. But you burn so brightly, like let's. That's what I'm saying. Let's test it a little bit with your friend before we try to fix my entire realm. Hmm. I mean, well, if you knew more dragons, do you have any dragon friends? I've never met your friends. Well, I mean, you've already you already met two of them, and and she's Stella's still in dragon form, so she's just gonna like spread her like twenty twenty four foot wings a- across the, the the two of them. Um, you've already met some of them, and you've met Skirmish and Lucian too. You've you've met most of my friends. As for dragon friends, uh, I actually don't know that many dragons. Uh, believe it or not, I just I, I just know my brother, but he's. Oh yeah, and my, and my sister, but I, I, I'm not gonna volunteer her soul. She has to have consent to that. She's she's too young. Yeah, that um, would be messed up to give up your sibling's soul. Yeah, like if anything were to happen to her, I would just. But my brother. Hmm. <sighs> uh, hun, don't worry about it. We'll think about this later. Let's just jam some fire in this dude's chest. And she like thumb motions oh. over her shoulder at. That, that sounds a lot more intrusive than I was actually originally thinking. It's it's okay it's okay Fuzzy I've I've actually I've, I've got I've got a bit more than a your regular soul it's it's okay technically I've one and a half I think uh yeah I've I've a whole dragon soul and half an elven soul oh yeah and and this she's gonna like gesture to her necklace her amulet of health I also have a full demon soul that I bought <laughs> let me out. from uh, from the casino hey, so I've, I've got lots of soul left <laughs> bro let me out this isn't cool joke's over. <laughs> Shut up, Sally. <laughs> You're mine. <laughs> Screw you, Sally. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have lost then. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. If 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 you want me to, um, yeah, I I can I can do it. I'll, I'll patch up your soul. 
All right. Um, Pugsley, he's going to unbutton his vest that he wears, and he's going to... Oh, damn. Open his chest up, like his... And, like, curly, like, Austin Power curls, kind of... Bish! My he's mind's like, All right, telling get me, me no, but my body... <laughs> My body. <laughs> Go for it, I'm ready. So, um, I'm just gonna look at me. So, do I just breathe my dragon breath on him? No, 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 no. You, um, so do you, you I, like, I know you hoard liquor. Yeah. So, that is what fuels you passion, desire, things you want, and the unescapable grasp of dragon claw. That is. Is the burning hot passion within you? And she kind of giggles. The DM is a 30-year-old smoker, so I can't. I physically cannot (laughs) giggle. Um, I'll do it. I'll just feel like... (laughs) And now spread that fire to him in whatever manner feels comfortable to you both. Pass the torch, Stell. Stella's gonna, like think for for a second while, she's just like <laughs> while you think and you she smiles at you uh pugsley you are going to be filled with burning hot dragon fire in the depths of your soul and the only way to not be consumed by it and die in frozen flame is to channel this gift into your own passion. Dragons deal with it by hoarding, but, like, you're a goblin, so maybe by, like, eating trash or something? I'm sorry, I had to. You're great. I love you. Very racist thing to say. Goblins I, don't look, eat it's trash. It's right there. I, you, I, you're gonna. I I've eaten trash. You're gonna stand there and say you've never eaten trash. She looks at um, Karen. Karen's eaten trash. I mean, there was a time where you know we were down on all luck. Right after me dad died, I, I will probably transfigure it. This all sounds very, very like. There's some innuendo there somewhere. Oh, it's <laughs> everywhere. And also, it's going to hurt, like, really it's, bad. I seen this play once. It it starred a guy named Con Shonery, and he was a dragon, and he inserted part of his heart into this other guy's chest. And then it didn't turn out so good, because the guy was kind of evil. And then the dragon had to kill himself in order to stop the, the bad guy, so I'm a little bit concerned about it. We all know the mo- the, the play. It's called Heart of the Dragon or something. Um, back from the 90s. You know, I think it's that like other guy. Drake Lung? I yeah, think, like or that. like uh, Scale Liver? Something like that. Yeah, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Anyway, fill the pop cultural references. So, um, how I will f- filter this. No, that's not the... the uh, siphon it into my bow. Uh, be consumed and channel it into a fuel source for your passions. Hmm, I, I have an idea. I have I have like this really fancy bottle. Like I've been I've been treasuring it for such a long time. I, I got it from my dear friend Gatsby. You know what? Yeah. So she, she's gonna she's gonna like open her um 
her like handkerchief that's a portable hole step inside and come out with this beautiful like ornate dragon um dragon kind of bottle um with this like sparkling clear liquid inside of it this is like really fancy stuff man and i'm gonna say yeah i'm, I'm just gonna put him do it with some of my power um it's probably gonna be the best drink you've ever had i'm gonna make it taste really good but it's gonna burn like a, like a like a mother of dragons going down <laughs> Um, yeah, is, is, is that how you'd like to consume it? Are, are, are you cool with that? Because it's, it's part of my, it's part of my horde. It's going to be in dupe with my power. Karen, what? you're having what? a, just a distinct feeling of dodging a bullet. As they're negotiating which way you want to have your soul consumed by dragon fire, you are just standing on the outskirts very quiet. How, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? I'm I'm stroking uh, uh, Dusk and Merc. It's like, sorry guys, I thought you were going to have something to do in the fight, but look, you can get to watch a show for a bit. I haven't seen you in a while, so we're like sitting there. They're like sitting just with tongues hanging out. I'm going, this is so weird. Drinking the essence of a dragon in like, I'm not sure what they're about to do, but I feel like I should avert my gaze, but it's really interesting. So I tell you what, I'll look away and you tell me what happened. How about that? Uh, yeah, they do that thing. I don't know if uh, any listeners out there have ever been intimate with somebody while pets in the house. But just out of the corner of your eye, you're like, oh, there's just two two shadow hounds fully looking at me right now. There's so many innuendos here. <laughs> no, you're uh, just having yeah. your soul consumed by fire. Now drink it down. Pugsley. So yeah, normally so, so, so I spit, do. but I'll swallow this time for you. Yeah, what Stella's gonna do is she's gonna be like, okay, this, this method good. Yeah, any objections? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> so she's going to um, she's gonna open unscrew the cork of her uh, of, of her like thing. She's gonna conjure like a little knife of of ice. Actually, no, that's not gonna work. She's just gonna Lenny. Can I have my dagger, please? Dagger miss. Lenny's gonna give her her dagger. <laughs> uh, he pulls out like a like chef's thing, like a rollout of knives of different styles of dagger. We think in pearl mm. handle, silver inlay, gold hilts. De- yeah, definitely with silver. Mm. Excellent <laughs> choice, Miss. R- rip him open. That'll be a real clean cut right into the depths of his soul. Oh no, not 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 you. Unless is that way. I mean, no, I, I was going to just take some of my blood, but um, uh, anyways, she, she, she's going to take a swig of the of, of like the what's already in there and she's going to be like, oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> and then she's going to just like, all right, I'm just going to do this. She's going to like um, she's going to just like make a small cut on her on her arm and just drip like some of her blood into it. And it turns like this beautiful like wine red ish color with these like silver um, essences. OK, and now as for my power. I'm just gonna, she's just gonna like breathe her dragon breath. She's just gonna like look away a bit and then just breathe her dragon's breath into the bottle, fully into the bottle, (laughs) mixing it. (laughs) Um, and like she, when, when she's, when she's done, she's just going to be like, uh, it's like, that that was a lot of, uh, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of energy is going into this and she's going to just like, um, and now it's like this beautiful, like shining, drink that's kind of like um you see like this frozen fire like this blue fire kind of like coming up like coming out of the bottle 
I'm just gonna be like, Pugsley, here. This time yesterday, you were hauling straw to a neighboring shop. <laughs> now you have a dr- dragon soul cocktail. <laughs> I'll um, gingerly take it from Stella and I'll ask her, are you all right? Mm, she's, she's still like kind of bleeding because she cut a bit deeper than expected. Uh, I'll be fine. Um, here. I'll take it. I'll take a look at it. I'll look at Can, just look at him, and hope for maybe a reinsurance. Bottoms up, buddy. <laughs> I always say, WWSD, what would skirmish do? And I drink it all down. I'll chug it like I've never chugged a drink before. And so it's just going to be like, chug, chug, chug. You feel this this beverage does not fill your stomach. It fills your soul. What is the desire? What what draconic, like absolutely potentially villainous, like I want this thing and nothing will prevent me from getting it. What patches the cracks of your soul, Pugsley? Um, Happiness. Happiness that people are willing to be there for you. Happiness, I don't know where I'm going with it. It's pure, unadulterated joy. Maniacal, almost. Well, much, it, it is quantifiable happiness. When you know that you have done something to cause someone joy, that little moment... Uh, I'll say the heat of this frozen fire that Stella has filled you with allows you to crystallize memories into physical objects, which you can keep in a bag and look at and think, remember when I made that child smile? And you are allowed to now hoard memories of happiness. That's and if anyone, cool. and if anyone touches that bag, that fire will burst out, and all the happiness that you seek to hoard, there is another side to that hoard. Uh, so you have all the passions of a dragon, but channeled into a pretty positive way. Stella. Yeah. I, oh, I can't thank you enough. I feel, I feel whole again. Well, I'm, I'm glad. And then she's going to like, um, with, with her good arm, like, sh- um, shake your hand and like smile at you. <laughs> oh, do you want me to patch up your arm? Uh, sure. Yeah, that that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at healing, and I spit on her arm and I cast your wounds. <laughs> May goes gross. <laughs> um, I will say that this what? is what it's magic spit. Like no, no, you, no. you just saw, like you just saw soul drinking. <laughs> Bruh, all respect, but gross. Like you know it's gross. You have to know it's gross. <laughs> the um, old yeah. old ways are the best. Sometimes you know, like. Hey man, I mean it's it's it's. I'm not bleeding anymore, so I'm good. No, no, no more of that precious blood is going to waste. <laughs> Uh, she, she's gonna laugh because she's literally spilled so much of her blood in the in, in the past. Um, so yeah, I mean, is 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 this what I have to do for all of the um, I can limb? Do I just have to like spike like a lot of a lot of 
like do the same thing with them? You would have to have like a really big party to get every Echo Blim to drink of your liquor. Is that gross? That sounds gross when I say it. <laughs> you can just think of it as a cocktail. Is that better? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you just have to split your soul like a million more times. Hmm. I mean, she, she's she's gonna like um, think for for a second and say, I mean, if if that's what it takes, if if it's gonna be like the whole Eckenblim, I can I can do that. But what do you mean about no longer existing? I mean, if it means giving up my being a dragon, I I don't know. But like, would I still would we still be together? Or would I still exist in some form? Uh, she's going to make an Arcana check. Uh, she grasps your hand and says, I would always find you, Stella. She, she, she's going to, like, kind of, like, look down, like, look, look at me and then look down and, and say, well, I mean, if, if that's what it takes to save your people, I'll, I'll do it. But, like, isn't there, you said you, you could get more dragons to do this? Or, like, if, if you have more dragons? Yeah, I mean, we could, like, a, you know, dragon souls are powerful. We could, we could... You know, more fires, more flames. Hmm. Well, time for me to find some dragons then. <laughs> I I don't know about if if I want to like there were. She she's gonna look at everyone when she says this. There, there were times, like many times in my life, when I wished I wasn't a dragon. That would have made my life so much simpler. But I don't know. I mean, I kind of like flying and doing all the stuff that dragons do. So I haven't decided yet. But hey, I mean, I'm glad I was able to help you, uh, Pugsley. Oh, it's a very personal decision, you know? It's it's like giving up a part of yourself. I, with my newfound ability, I kind of thought, like, well, right now I'm extremely happy, so, um... And he's going to hold his finger, kind of like a certain old wizard in a movie, and he's going to pull from his temple, but a crystal's going to come out, and it's going to be a memory of right now. And he's going to put it in his bag. And I think maybe if I collect some of these and give them to some of them Ekumblim, actually, hold on. He's going to hand it to May. I don't know. Maybe it's like a sugar pop or something, a candy. You chew it like a breath mint. Maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll make you be you again. I, I, it's an experiment. I experimented. It's time for you to experiment. Okay. Uh... So May hesitantly puts this little glass marble into her mouth. You hear her loudly crunched out onto it, and she goes, Ow! And blood starts pouring out of her mouth, and she goes, Oh, huh. You're... What? What? Wait. So you feel like this sometimes. Oh, like a, a lot of times, it's it's called what? joy. What do you have to do for it? Who do you take it from? Well, how about you tell me what makes you happy? Fully blank, dead insectoid eyes looking back at you. Stella, <laughs> give her a kiss. Yeah? Oh, Stella, Stella makes me happy, and she reaches out and uh, grasps her arm. Well, how do you feel yeah, then? And I'll, 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 okay, okay, sir. Uh, 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 hey, you have to break it up. L- Lenny comes up and it's like, okay, okay, okay. We, we get what makes you guys happy. 
Melorian, your mouth is bleeding. Do you want me to fix that? Yeah, Stella, your face is covered in blood. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> she, totally <laughs> forgot about that. She, she, like, she, like, licks it, and she's like... <laughs> okay, so it I, I won't... like uh, Pugsley's happiness. <laughs> I won't spit in your mouth, because that's... Even where I come from, that's rude not to spit in someone's mouth. So I'll just take a little bit of shadow out from under my cloak and just, like, put it in her mouth. Bite down on that, and I'll do another cure wounds um, to fix the uh, Uh, I don't bleeding. want to be greedy, but I am a princess. Is there any way your shadow puppies could lick my wounds? Yeah, sure. Oh, and then she starts petting the dogs, and they're licking at her face, and she's like, ah, oh, you see, she stops bleeding from the mouth from eating glass. That's right. Mark, Doesn't give her kisses. That- <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel happy and joy? Like my happiness. It yes, but it feels like someone is talking to me from a very far end of the room. So I I understand that I should be I can hear them saying be happy, but I have to focus in order to hear it. And then she looks a little bit sad and looks at Stella. Mm, yes, Stella was like, uh, c- kind of like had a blank expression on her face for a second. Then she kind of like looks back at me like, yeah? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Do you have any more glass I can eat? And she looks at Pugsley. Uh, that was my first glass making. You gotta give it a little bit of time. I need more happy memories. I, hmm. hmm. I wonder if I can pull them from other people. Karen, hmm. what's your happiest experience oh let's see um oh it was the first time that i left my homeland and I ended up somewhere else Whoop. and i'll so try and pull a mobile out of his ear <laughs> to make it legally distinct you pull a silvery wisp and then roll it in your fingers until it's a marble of glass <laughs> it's like pulling a booger exactly you, you pick a memory out of his nose brain and I'll hand that to May. Uh, she chomps down on it. Hey, she does a little better. She doesn't bleed from the mouth. Um, she sort of rolls it around like a Jolly Rancher or a, a hard candy. And then spits it back out and hands it to Cairn. Because she knows he is not afraid of spit. Uh, and looks Mitra gaze and says, So you left your country... Not to take something. No, you can say crap. Uh, I left because it was really boring and uh, I wanted to go somewhere else. And then I found a better, a cooler place. It's full of greenery and forests and all sorts of cool things. She like rubs her temples like she has a headache and goes, well, yeah, when we get bored, we leave our realm as well. But then we just kidnap interesting people. But you just, like, did your own thing. This is wild. And yeah, I mean... Everyone make an insight or arcana check, please. I'm gonna do insight. Recently gained proficient. Ooh, a 18. 23. Natural 20 for 31. Wow. Stella providing draconic soul fire to patch the gaps in missing Echoblim's soul is really good. Being able to create quantifiable happiness is massive. (laughs) To be able to take experiences that are totally foreign to bugs 
and make it a bite-sized candy is one of the best lessons in ethics one could imagine. Hmm. You realize you guys are on to something with, with specifically, not just Stella's magic, but Pugsley's desire to hoard happiness. Hmm. Okay. So interesting. So Stella, she, she's been so far, like she's, um, she's like kind of like gotten safe, safe Stella to go next to her. And she's just been like stroking her wistfully thinking about, um, thinking about like, oh, if I, hmm. Yeah. Like do, do I, do I give this form away forever? So she's, she's in her hybrid form, like her usual form. Um, but then she like kind of looks at, looks at May, realizes that and then says, Oh, so, okay, maybe I don't have to split my soul a million ways. Maybe I just do this a few more times with people that I can, that with people that I can trust, and then, like, they can, and then they can do it, and we can make, like, a just a production line for, like, oh, like to, to make, so we don't have to split one soul in into a million pieces. We can make something so much better. Yeah, I'm sure your friends would help. And she pops out like a, like insectoid, like almost like a mantis scythe uh, and points it at Cairn's chest. Like, let me cut this dude open. I'll rip his soul up. We'll get this going. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Stella. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Stella's just gonna like f- like place her hand on the, on the scythe. It's just like no, it, do- it doesn't work that way. May uh, death here is like a thing that happens. So <laughs> I, yeah, she she's not familiar with the concept of of death. Ekenblim don't really die. You guys just stop existing and you like get transported to another plane. We do that. Just. I, okay, we know I need to stop pitching being Echoblem. People should have their own choices, not just serve my needs. And she smiles like the shark from Finding Nemo. <laughs> She's learning, see? Stella kind of like pats her and, and then like uh, Stellfire also like puts her wing over them. <laughs> um, I really cur- love that there's two of you. We'll talk about that later. Uh, what were you saying, Karen? Am I still in Ekin Karen form? Uh, yes, but okay. because Tanninger's magic is sloppy, you're also partially spider-like. Oh wow! Okay, I'm gonna try and drop the Tanninger side of magic if I can. Oh baby, you're all tangled up in that drunken reveler magic. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, I'm good at those. Dean plus eleven. Uh, Thirty. Yeah, no, you're chilling. He's bad at magic. You totally shake it off like a wet coat. It's all the talk of souls and stuff. It's like, I thought I'd like to be me again for a bit. I mean, I'm pr- ah, pretty sure, I'm, pretty sure I'm mostly made of shadow anyway. I don't know how much soul we've got in here. Oh, I'm sure I could find some. May smiles and like, like wiggles her scythe finger at you. Let's not and say we did. Okay. Am I allowed to cool. spread that publicly? Yeah, I mean, like, you don't want to tell everybody, you know, but you can tell a few people. What? what would... and, and Stella's just like, um, what now? I, um... <laughs> so what are we doing? Are, like, are you guys going to go spread <laughs> happiness crystals? Like, what's your, what's your deal? What would happen How if rainbow... I got a double dose? I mean... In theory, if we ripped more of your soul apart and filled it with dragon fire, 
it would increase your power, but there would be less soul. Well, I still love me mom. I mean, she's the only one I got anymore, and Nedry, and of course, the FBK, but if it's going to save an entire race of beings, I'll sacrifice it, I think. I... Oh, hold on. But before we do that, May, is so this this morsel of happiness that um that Pugsley made, it's is is that do you think that's enough or how many do you think we'll need how how powerful are they going to be for like per person? Um I mean, I got a good idea off two, uh, roughly a million echo blim, 7 million independent happy memories crystallized and then distributed. Hmm. So why don't, why don't we test it? So I know that like you've already been kind of influenced by my, like the bond that we've made. So I think you might've been along the process already. Plus you're at like half goddess and stuff. So why don't we get like one of your, one of your subjects? Why, why don't we try to see how, how much one of the crystals will do for them? Um, okay. I can go grab somebody. Uh, yeah. Are you sure you don't want me to rip his soul apart real quick? And she motions at Pugsley. I, I don't, it's, it's up to you. It's it's your soul, Pugsley. Uh, I, I mean, it, go ahead. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you need to. He seems to be able to take yeah. memories from other people. Like Yeah, let's let's just see how it goes first, and then, and then we decide on the soul ripping later. Is, is this still good? Like, is the memory gone? Because she gave it back to me, spit and all. Um, is no. it like a what? A once it, use? It, it, it would not be a one use thing. So it's still a memory? Yeah. So you don't really need seven million independent memories. You could do one memory, passed around all seven million. You still remember the memory, right? Well, when I hold it, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has not been removed from you. Oh, it's, so uh, I could think of the same thing over and over and just pour marbles out me brains. Would you like to attempt to? I'm going to think about my happiest memory, and I'm going to think about my two happiest memories. My two second happiest memories. The first one being the day I met Nedry, and then the second the day I found Nedry. And those two combined, I'd like to try to combine into one shard of crystalline memory. Uh, cool. Give me an arcana. Like, this works. This is just degrees of effectiveness. (gasps) Oh. Baby boy, did you do it? Did you do the dang thing? Yeah, plus a seven, so 27. Dude, you're so good at this. You are such a happy good boy, and you love your grandma so much that, like, the idea of thinking of a happy memory, quantifying something that brings you joy, is not difficult to you. And boom, baba bada bada boom. You start yanking pearls out of your frickin' noggin. Um, May comes back, uh, with just a random echo blem pulled from a office cubicle. Hey, um, I'm, I, I write pretty good political satire comics. Uh, is that what I'm here to do? And she just goes, no, and pushes him into a chair. Um, do you have some glass for this guy to eat? And she looks at Pugglesley. I hold out my hand, and it's, you know, there's several different glasses in there. She and I'll grabs say, it. go ahead. She grabs the glass and puts it in front of him and goes, eat this glass. And he goes, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Happy to do it. <laughs> and, uh, let's see. He's going to make a constitution saving throw. 
oh, that's a nat one. He bleeds so much from the mouth. But he's so happy. You see that, like, these memories of your connection to family. Like, this is not just filling in the gaps with cement and assault. You're filling it in with fire and passion. He knew he had a family once. And he lost the desire for that. But like dry kindling, this dragon soul touches those memories, connected by the oxygen of your happiness, and a blazing fire is relit in this Echo Blim who goes, Oh, dang, I have a son. And that was like 250 years ago. Oh, I messed up. I messed up. So I'm not even that good at political satire comics. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're all right. They're derivative. And he starts walking <laughs> off. He shakes his wings, makes a portal, and goes, Timothy, I'm coming home. <laughs> Still's going to look at Lenny and say, Hmm, I mean, hey, you know, if, if you wanted to do a um, lost family thousands of years ago uh, support group, I'll, I'll be happy to fund that. <laughs> nah, that sounds like a lot of work. Wait, <laughs> Lenny is like ten thousand years old, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. That's a that's a big family tree. I would have to uproot. No, but you got ten thousand years of happiness in you. You <sighs> got to be the key. I just got to pluck them out of your brain. You see, just a slow, <laughs> sour, up like a full <laughs> smile, but upside down in the most direct technical frown oh. a face can muster. Yeah, and, and and Stella just like bites her lips, just like, uh, no, 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 um, Pugsley. Hey, hey, he's, he's, no, no, no! Yeah. Grab my noggin, grab my noggin, and he forces his head into your hands. Okay. You pull out a pearl, about the day. He met Miss Stella Argentine. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to hand it to Stella. It's a gift from me to you like you gave to me. Yours forever to keep. Aw, thank you. She's going she's gonna, to like look at, look at it and then look at Lenny. <laughs> she's like fully blushing because like she's never like she's never thought that she's going to be anyone's like happiest memory. She's always been like <laughs> just a red just this party girl who just does not care about anything. And she sees that like she actually has like impact on people, like a positive one and she's just like, "Oh, Pugsley, Lenny." She gives you she gives you both a, a hug. Even more curious if I'm going to hold these. Karen, get in here too. <laughs> We'll give them oh. big hugs. Oh. Uh, the hugs. shadow hounds start jumping onto the cuddle puddle as well. <laughs> oh, good oh, puppy. Oh, you're such big boys. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> so, I want to try something very quickly. Just to see, you know, if it kind of worked a little bit better than we expected. May, may I? Need consent, of course. And For I will... what? I... <laughs> There's a very important second part you didn't tell me about. <laughs> yeah, and, and Stella's looking at you too because she, she's, she's a dragon. She protects. She's like, gonna, kiss her. No, kiss it can her. be yours on, as well. No, if you no. would have caught me last year, blank consent. I'm down for whatever. Death isn't on the table for me. But now, I I think I should hold. I, I don't know what spell did you want to cast at me? And she like no, looks I'm at not Stella and looks back it. at you. Just let me see. She got hair, right? Yeah. No. 
Well, uh, actually, no. She is one of the only, uh, probably the only Echoblem that does have hair. More fur. Take a single strand of hair and pluck it from her head, roll it into a little hair bowl, and I'm basically trying to get her happiest memory into a crystalline figurine to see if it actually happened, if something worked to jar a, you know. Well. You get what I'm laying down. Oh, I rolled a two. Okay. You don't get memories of grandmother or meeting Stella or leaving your village. It is a bright, shining little marble that when you put it in your mouth, you see a world being destroyed. Thousands of people being led into a portal chained by magic. And the beaming, smiling face of the queen of the Echoblim looking at her daughter with admiration. Unfortunately, that is her happiest memory. He's gonna um, pull it out of his head and put it back in her hand and say, you should keep that one to yourself, maybe. No, Stella, take this one too. And she hands it to Stella. Yeah, okay. She doesn't know what's in it. Yeah, neither does Stella. (laughs) Stella's just gonna like be like, she's gonna be like, oh, this is is gonna be more (laughs) self-affirmation. Do you eat the glass? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thunk. Thunk, thunk. The pounding rhythm of a nation being drawn into a portal. And the warmth of not the sun, but just light. Light itself is shining on you. It's the spotlight of the cosmos. And you're her daughter and she's your mummy. And as long as you do this, you're perfect. This is your art. Mm, okay, so when, when Stella sees this, she's just gonna go, like, wide-eyed. Like, um, her, her, like, pupils, which were, like, pretty expanded, like, contract into these little slits. And then she's gonna, like, kind of, like, um, just, like, slowly take it out of her mouth and say, Oh, like, hmm. I'm gonna look at Maylorian and say, Oh, my, my, my dear. <laughs> she's gonna hug her. Was and, I and, was uh, I staring at you too much? And she like embraces you with a loving embrace. And and she's 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 gonna like start. Um, and Stella's gonna like start crying and say, "Oh, I, I I feel you. You know, like the getting the affirmation of my mother is something I've always wanted, never gotten. So <laughs> she's just gonna stay there for a while, just like." <laughs> Perception Sad for check. a bunch of reasons. Can I get perception checks from non-Stellas? Yes. Um, as they're doing that, can I tug on Cairns? Whatever. What are you wearing? Your cloak? Coat. A G-string bikini? Yes, I'll tug on his <laughs> G-string bikini and, like, can we, i got to whisper something to you and I'm going to say, I think we might have to kill May and maybe her mother. Oh shit! Things that things went down. Why? What you see? I better you see it for yourself. You still have the taste on your lips. If you want to give him a kiss, <laughs> kiss me. Uh, so you get a quick, a curt smooch, and you get a brief flash of subjugation, love of your mother, a bright sh- light that outshines the sun, and the true beauty of making what you want yours 
and what you want is good for your people. I I think there's a bit more than just showing them happiness. I think we kind of have to like re-educate on how not to be a jerk. I think that making look over my shoulder, make sure they're just making out or whatever over there. No, I mean no. There Stella's still just like crying because she she doesn't. She's trying to think of what her. She, now she's trying to think of what her um, happiest memory is, and she can't really think of anything. They, like, <laughs> their pure happiness seems to be exactly that. Like, I don't think this is ever going to stop. At least they're, they're bugs. Mm. You might be right. We might have our work cut out for us then. I feel like I need to send a raven or something somewhere, like to tell somebody about it, but I... You are the person that people send ravens to. This is your job. There's gotta be like... Sorry, uh, you're not cleaning stables and delivering hay anymore. You are in the Echoblim plot now. (laughs) Yeah, so so I was gonna do something, but I'll I'll wait for you guys to um, to do whatever you were gonna do. Now just, just calmly whisper and kiss each other over here. (laughs) <laughs> Stella's gonna like uh, break apart from May for a second and say, "Pugsley, Pugsley, what is what is mine? What is what what is what is my favorite? Am, am I? Are, are we? Am, am I a better person?" Would you say? May? Would you say that Stella maybe has a tear running down her cheek? She's canonically um, crying. Oh yeah. well, then I will usher her to bend over a little bit because I'm short, and I will with one finger. Scoop up a tear, and it will immediately crystallize, like a little ice figurine, into a little thing of Stella, and I'll hand it to her. Stella, objectively, what is your happiest memory? And I will just say, I'll give you the bad DM pitch. That moment when you either bested Sterling in academia, or when you killed him. Because that is... A way of truly proving that you are better than your brother. So if you want to go dark, Stella, that is an idea for your happiest memory. Yeah, let me let, let me narrate. Um, so uh, <laughs> who eats the tear? Karen, right? So like, uh, or one of the puppies? <laughs> no, I, w- I was handing it to to Stella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going for a bit. Sorry. Go, go, Stella. Hit me with it. Oh, I, I, I know. She, she's, she's gonna cast minor illusion and like broadcast what she's thinking. So, um, yeah, that, that's what she's, that's what she's gonna do. Uh, so yeah. So you guys see, um, oh boy, let's, let's get this set up. So have I don't think either neither, neither of you have been to the Argentine Manor before. Um, <clears throat> well, w- once when we went to uh, lock somebody up, I believe. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> have a guy in the basement. Totally we'll address that. that later. Um, yeah, so Karen, you recognize it. It's like the front foyer of the manor. Um, those of you who don't recognize it, it's like this beautiful blue and silver and like platinum decorated, uh, very cold, but very rich and elaborate kind of mansion. This is like a reception where you can have people. It's large enough to hold a gargantuan dragon because <laughs> that's what her mother Xanthir can turn into and she needs to be able to turn into it in her foyer. Um, so yeah, you, you see that and you see like just Stella and her brother just like chatting 
Um, Stella doesn't have wings here, by the way. She just has like smaller horns and, and a tail, and he has wings and no tail. Yeah, they're, they're just like chatting happily, um, sharing some inside jokes. They have like a really good, they have a really nice relationship. But then the butler comes up, like someone wearing a, a uniform, and he, um, and like, they kind of just like stop because something seems amiss. And Sterling's just like, uh, yes, what is it? And um, Butler just says, is your mother here? And then Sterling says, uh, you should know that she's out already. Uh, why? And then you see the, the butler just pull out, uh, pull out a blade and say, well, I was never here. And, um, and, and then Sterling's just like, Stella, get back. And Stella's just going to be like, I don't know what's happening. So she's going to duck behind a, a pillar. And, um, and then you see Sterling and this, and this like, assassin start fighting. And like they 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 fight they go for a while and they're pretty evenly matched but then the assassin finally like finally like knocks him unconscious like just stabs him and he starts like bleeding out and Stella's just like and then he starts heading towards St where Stella is and Stella's like oh no what do I do what do I do she has the choice she can she can um she can breathe her breath weapon like just toward the assassin she can she can direct it away from her brother or she can direct it toward it and she just says. I don't know, and then she like, um, and then she just, um, uh, she just um, comes out of the shadows and just does it in a random direction, closes her eyes, and it happens to be toward uh, the assassin and the brother. She knocks out the assassin, but kills her brother, and you s suddenly see like this power being transferred from her brother to her. Like if you ever played Skyrim and you, and you saw like the way that dragon souls are absorbed, that's exactly what happens. And she just like laughs maniacally for a second and then just falls unconscious with the, with, with like the power. Could I get perception and then insight checks from non-Stellas? I'll be honest. I didn't get Skyrim. I got Highlander. There can be only one. I <laughs> Basically, you saw her killing her brother and, and then absorbing his soul and becoming and having a full dragon soul now instead of just a half one. Uh, so perception is 18. What was you yours, said, Karn? At 19. So you guys see, yes, it flows, you know, like water, this mystic energy as a soul is being transferred. You're familiar with it at this point, uh, Pugsley. But you see something in the background. Twelve figures draconic in nature, various sizes and shapes, pushing, pulling, almost doing Tai Chi on the flows of magic, pushing the soul from brother to sister. What were your insight checks? Uh, 20, but it's dirty. 28. May has absolutely no response to seeing this. Zero emotional reaction. My heart is personally racing. Yeah, exactly. And it's weird that she's just watching it like a TV show she's sort of disinterested in. Oh, it's, what's weird is that her f most happiest experience is killing her brother. She's almost as bad as May. We're going to have to kill her too. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that at all. Um, it's very sad but very happy because all she ever wanted was to have a full dragon soul and now she's got it. It's not like she intentionally killed her brother. Oh, such a <laughs> so, like, complicated uh, set of emotions. 
And then, oh, yeah. and then she's giving it away. Oh, she just told the world. Well, us. Well, I mean, like, she's giving part of the dragon soul away. So, like... Imagine if Gatsby was here. Whew. It'd be Do you know what? When, when Gatsby hears it, I'm pretty sure he'll come up with a better version. But nobody will believe him because he always tells lies, so... Yeah, that's true. Now, never, never ruin a good story with the truth. Never. Hell yeah. I'm going to look at Stella and say, I... Uh, uh, I think I understand, but I'm not a drag. Well, I guess I'm a, like a th- an eighth a dragon now, I guess. But um, well, I'm sorry that that happened to you and your brother. And she, like, Stella is, like, uh, quiet for a second, kind of, like, looks down and then, like, a sort of, like, half smirk goes across her face. And she's like, that's why my mom didn't want me to tell anyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's mm, so complicated because we used to we used to be so close, you know, my, my brother and I. And... Like, we shared, you know how you hear these stories about twins being able to, like, feel if, if another one gets hurt? Or, like, I used to be able to enjoy flying through his wings, but that all ended that day, and I, I never understood why until just a little while ago, until I read it into, in a book. Yeah, that's, hmm, that's, that's weird. That's my happiest memory. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I was hoping it wouldn't be that, but I guess I, I can't help my own nature. I just... He's always been better than me and everything. Uh, May takes your hand and looks at you and goes, People can do bad things. And then we learn from that and grow. She looks at everyone with like a beaming smile, like she's discovered a secret of the universe. We, I'm just going to whisper at Karen again and say, Yep, I think I was right. Yeah, you might be. But, uh, hey, now that you're part dragon, do you have a tail? Um, no. No tail. Imagine a gobby tail. It'd be weird. A dragon tail. I imagine it like, um, another 90s movie called Gremlins, you know, the little tiny... I know, I'm so full of pop culture. What? What about horns? Did you get any horns? No horns. Just maybe my teeth got a little sharper. To be honest, the magic memory thing, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's kind of cool. Oh, by the way, I'm going to need all those, um... All those little crystal things I'll give you back, please. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's around here somewhere I'll, in Just one of the pockets. Hold my bag I'll, open for him. I'll, I'll find it in a minute, I'm sure. Uh, cool. So, what's the move, gang? <laughs> I'm going to shoot May in the head. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you still got foresight. <laughs> Bruh, come at me. I can't fight both. Stella and May, that'd be ridiculous. No PvP. <laughs> Come on. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll do PvP. Like, yeah, if, if you attack me, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, um, Stella, could I, could I talk to you over here for a minute? Uh, sure. We're not um, in my memory yeah. anymore, right? Like, it's not my, it's just. No, that broke when you killed the demon. Okay, so it's like a honeycomb kind of weird thing. Uh, if you guys had gone the, yeah, we want to infiltrate the palace, you could have gone full Echoblem and worn it like a disguise. But we went the emotional, let's let's r- deal with souls and memories route. So you can still do that as an option, but uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's a cocoon that you can enter or leave at your whim. Oh, like those gross ones you find in Bach? You know, when you're exactly. a kid and you're playing around and you op- lift up a tree thing and then there's this gross cocoon? Yeah, I've been outside. I don't know. You're f- 
from that area where there's no like trees <laughs> yeah no literally never I, I i i understand where you're coming from but that's the idea yeah um, um so i'm just gonna go like i don't know around a corner with stella mm-hmm she, she, she's she's perfectly quiet just letting you lead her i'll, I'll do it with a hand so you got like you almost gotta mm-hmm. bend it down to hold my hand like i'm a three-year-old child because i'm small and i'm gonna pull cute. you over and i'm gonna I'm going to ask you to come down to my level, and I'm going to... She, she kneels. Look you right in the eye. And your eyes are like a bluey goldy color, right? Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're blue on the outside with a bit of, like, specks of gold and, the, and then gold on the, uh, on the inside. They're, they're dragon, blue and gold dragon's eyes, and their pupils are very narrow, and she, she just... Actually, you can almost not see them. It's, it's kind of like if you've ever seen an anime, like a really sad girl with no pupils, that, that, that's what you see. Just, like, nothing when you look into them. Well, when you look into Pugsley's eyes, it's piercing yellow, almost like a wolf's eyes. You know, they got the amber eyes. Yeah. With a big, no, it's actually a little dilated pupil. It's not like, or not, not dilated pupil. It's the wrong term. Anyway, they're piercing yellow eyes, but full of wisdom and full of wiseness and full of mystery. And he's going to look so at you in the mystery. eyes. I know. I'm going to have to do my sexy Pugsley voice here. Hold on a second. <laughs> Freaking just dripping with mystery. He's gonna say, "Is this what you really want?" It seems, it seems they get happiness from destroying worlds, and if if we keep them happy, they're just gonna keep destroying worlds. It's is it? Is that you? Me? What do you mean? She just looks at him, just like blinks. If if you're together, then you're one. Do you understand what I mean? We we are bonded, are arcanically, we, we are. We're we're more similar than I realized, which is a good thing. But also, I. But you realize that Guaso can't survive if it keeps on this route, right? And you also realize that her pure and honest feelings of happiness, which is what I pulled from her, is to simply take. Make her mommy proud. Which is taking. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Just, yeah. Keep she's got on, the opposite on. of daddy issues. She's got mommy issues. Uh, no, she, she's, she's got daddy issues, too. <laughs> hey, her dad loves her. He just was absent uh, for thousands of years. Yeah, un- unlike, un- unlike Stella here, Stella's just like, uh, well... What if, maybe that's just her. Like, if they've never had that experience, like, of the Ek and Blim, like... Then that they wouldn't have that memory. Maybe we don't need to copy her memory again. D- did did she see her memory? Which one's happiest? She oh. has not seen her own memory. She is totally out of the loop on why people are looking at her funny. But she is so bug-like and insectoid that she's not worried about it. So maybe we don't tell her. We 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 keep this from her. Um, can you here? Uh, why don't, and she, she's, she's going to actually use message for this so that May doesn't overhear. Uh, wh- why don't you take, hmm, can you take my next happiest memory? Cause I feel like that should be meeting her. Maybe we can make it think it's her memory. I, uh, before I take your memory, go ahead DM Lord. Yeah. Give me an arcana check, please. Pugsley. I'm going to use a different toy. It's only an eight. No. Bad. False memory. 
I want true happiness. No lies, no deceit. Give me what's mine. I want happy. No sad, no lie. It's a very feral, lizard-like instinct that gnaws at your thought processing. I'll grab it, Stella's throat. No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, in case this comes across the listeners, frequently there are helicopters in my area. They're using the microphone from the helicopter. We can't Being like, anything. hey, we freaking see you. <laughs> So I, I have no, I want to look out the window so bad. <laughs> Keep um, going. I, that's, no, I need, I, I need more. I mm. need you to rend my soul and give me more. I need to become a vessel to impart this to them, I feel. But impart I'll, what exactly? Happiness, joy, love of life. Bro, you want to go full Human Torch? You want to become the Olympic Flame? I want to become the Happiness Flame. I mean, you know. OCM, we all are family. Because of your unique position, understand that what you're asking, you would lose yourself. But what would remain is your desire to make people happy, which is not that dissimilar than your normal disposition. But you know, if you go full flame, I'm going to give you all the gifts. This season's almost over. <laughs> but I... you won't be... I literally did this last season to somebody. You won't be the same person anymore. No, you're right. I'll be cursed with the player character's disposition of trying to make everybody happy and it never works. And then he's stressed out and he has to do therapy and all this stuff. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to go full flame, full joy, full gay intention, meaning happiness. Rend my soul and pour forth the power of the dragon. Uh, Stella May looks at you. She has her scythes that can rend him apart. But she kind of looks at you like he's kind of becoming your acolyte. So do you want to do it? Okay, I'll, I can give you... There, there's... I mean, I, I might have to do this again. So there's only so much I can give you. I can give you... Uh, functionally, uh, it's going to be the same as in combat, where you're going to put him back in the cocoon, do damage to him until he's at zero hit points, totally destroying his soul realm, and then you are going to fill what were cracks before, but now an empty void with pure dragon fire. All right, sure, if that's what you want, I can do it. And if I lose myself in the process, that's fine. Am I, am I worth it anyways? And she's going to, um, she's gonna say, may tear him apart so I can fill him with my, with, with, with my dragon's breath. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just, can we leave a little bit of him left? Just a little bit of him. May begins, like, doing deep cuts into Pugsley's body and kind of looks at him like, uh, it's up to you, Pugs. Like, how much you how much you want me to leave left? Harder. Ow. They always love it. Uh, no, but truly, do you want to go 100% or do you want to go 99? We'll go, like, 98 and a half. Cool. So there is a sliver of Pugsley left. And there is also a sliver of Pugsley left after May is done with him. 
as she throws him into the cocoon, entering the dream space, his soul exploding out from his body, creating a 3D projection hollow deck area around you, that all that's left... Uh, I guess, if everything was stripped from Pugsley, what 1.5% would be left? The image of his father? No. The image Go of his mom. Her smile... I got similar eyes. She's got the yellow eyes in the family. Her wispy hair, her bedtime stories, her kiss on the cheek before I went to school with my grilled cheese sandwich. So That's what I always remember. It's her putting a, a baby version of Pugsley to bed. And as she sings this little goblin lullaby, those beautiful tones uh, spark the fire that ignites the rest of the world around you into images that you can see in these frozen flames of every happy memory that Pugsley has. Pugsley, you are no, no, you are no longer a goblin. You are a dragon fire elemental. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, dude. I mean, you burned your whole freaking soul. Cool. Uh, Stella, you feel like the warmth and light from a campfire near yours. Uh, there is another bonfire, another dragon fire soul burning. Separate from you, but mere feet apart. Yeah, and I, I imagine that like she was filling him with dragon fire by just dragon's breath, just frozen firing that oh, cocoon, fully burning away all aspects of his soul, all aspects of his body until it is just a. I mean, you can decide however you look, Pugsley, but I imagine still goblin shaped but crackling with fire underneath whatever color skin you like. Why do I have to reference 90s movies all the time? <laughs> but in that one called Gremlins 2, there's an, ele oh there's an electric gremlin, <laughs> and I figure it's kind of like that, but fiery. Yeah, when I designed this uh, adventure, which I totally did, uh, Gremlins 2 was a big inspiration for me. <laughs> I, I thought so. Except now I talk like this. Now I do. And uh, you can sense happiness. Oh, I'm like Elf. Or good Freddy Krueger. <laughs> can I suck everybody's <laughs> happiness? But like in a cool way. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> People love it. They're like, oh, jeez, he's taking all my good dreams. Oh, my God. Super cool. Uh. <laughs> oh, that, that, that was too funny uh yeah <laughs> um yeah so she she like essentially lights the torch right it's 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 like it's it's lighting a torch she already has this big big fire burning and she lights it maybe loses like a tiny sliver but ignites that big one and she's like so this is so this is what dragons can do <laughs> she's she's like um she, you know like that crazy smile that that you that you have, oh, like yeah. um, when, an absolute yeah, she's like, manic grin. Oh, she's absolutely like um, pupils narrowed to like slits, but like blazing, and 
Yeah. Definitely, she definitely glows now because now she understands what dragons do, the power that dragons have. Freaking rad, my guys. Super Goblin (laughs) 3 Pugsley. SS. Like he's like. Pugsley. Ha. My. Happiness. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) And, uh,. Stella's gonna turn to Karen and say, "Hey, I mean, I, I've I've got a lot left of this. Do you do you also want this power? I I can give it to you as well." No, I'm good. I've got a different kind of thing floating around inside, and you know, like I don't know if it really would mesh. Plus, like that looks just a little bit on the painful side of things. I mean, all the screaming, and I mean, he looks great. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> he looks great. Um. I think I'll take a pass on this one. It's like flexing like Neo and the world is like bending around him. You're just spraying from the top of a hive tower like marbles of happiness over the general public. Uh, You know a steady stream of different moments of true happiness that would be beneficial in teaching someone ethics will be to greater effect. But for the moment, with what you got, you are just spraying this city with a fire hose of happiness. Pugsley, you're still the world's best archer. Oh, thank you, Ken. You're so nice. Oh, flavor, flavor. As you're spraying them out, it's doing that thing where they're shooting down at people and going directly in their mouths. (laughs) You get some happiness. You get some happiness. You get some happiness. Uh, cool. Uh, the process of teaching the Echo Blim ethics and sparking dragon fire in their souls has slowly start started. Uh, any final moves from our players? Mm. Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, Stella is just like, she kind of, she kind of like, uh, nods at, at Karen because she's like, yeah, I, okay, yeah, I understand. You want to have like your, your own power. Um, totally. Well, I mean, if you change your mind, you're, 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 um, you're a good enough friend to me. Uh, but, yeah. So, like, what, what do you, what do you guys, what do you guys want to do about, about this? I, I think we should give them something to aspire to. So, like, like, Pugsley's going to teach them happiness. We need to give them something to do with it, other than invading other places. So I'm going to think of the prettiest looking place I've I've been to, and that was a version of the Feywild some time ago when it was nice. And I'm going to cast Mirage Arcane, so that's a one mile radius. I'm going to make the place look nice and give them something to like look at and go, hey, maybe we could make that place nice again. Um, Let me roll real quick. And make the Feywild pay for it too. (laughs) So... It doesn't work exactly as you intended, but it has the same effect. You see all of these Echo Blim with the spark of happiness and sort of inspiration going through them. They look at this illusion you've crafted and are like, well, this looks terrible. No, these trees would look much better blue. No, I think they should look green. And these beings who could not create start criticizing you. And in that process reverse a biological imperative 
and begin creating themselves. The shade they wish to throw on you is so strong. Everybody's a critic. And that is actually beautiful. Uh, that's that's awesome. All um, right. I am, of course. I'm going to offer it to Lenny. Does Lenny want it? Does Lenny want to become... Does Lenny want dragon powers? Jeez, oh, miss. That's a big offer. Yeah, hey, all you have to do is just get ripped apart, but don't worry. May and I will heal you. You can... I'm in! <laughs> and then he immediately runs into a, a, a <laughs> whirling bunch of blades. He jumps into a blender, essentially, at the idea that you and May will heal him. Uh... <laughs> And with that, that bloody gore of Lenny being ripped apart, <laughs> uh, we have a freshly elemental. Thank you so much for joining us. Everybody's favorite goblin, up until now, Bugsley. By the power of Stella, I have the power. Of course, the stoke. The mystic, the one who can control destiny itself, Karen. Hey, could you sign my friend book again as, like, fire elemental Pugsley too? Uh, no, actually, uh, sorry, but me and Pugsley are busy. Anyway, uh, the most stunning, the most beautiful being in all of the realms. Thank you so much for gracing us with your time today. Tanninger Goodfellow. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Also, Stella Argentine's here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Second only to Tanninger is something she'll not accept. Um. <laughs> Eventually, I will die, and this will be the beauty that guides you. Kidding. Stella doesn't mind. She now knows that, that being a dragon is not just about taking, it's about giving. But also her happiest memory is killing her brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The- we're, we're done. We gotta get bye, out of here. Bye, everybody. Alright, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Megan. And this is Alana. And welcome to Tea Time Crimes a podcast where every week you hear a refined and bold tea review from our expert, Alana. You know, it tricks you because it sits delicately, but then as it goes down, you can feel the body and it really lingers. With the natural pairing of a horrific murder, she murdered at least 14 people. Ew. But they still digging. So join us each week to hear the story of a woman through the lens of murder and mayhem and hear two friends having the time of their lives. You know I hate true crime, right? Um, are you sure? Yeah. Anyway, listen wherever you get your podcasts. T-Tag Crime, out! Inviting you to join me once a week on Rockstone Report Live. A political news commentary in historical context. And rock on! Western news!